Thank you for joining us for another rousing session of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons Yalzar, the Eight Spirits campaign. I am, as always, your Dungeon Master, Kenny, and we have our base four players. We will not have Haman Khan with us tonight. And starting with Bork to my left, because guess what? We're at the same table today. It's an in-person session! <laughs> which probably means a boss battle, which is generally not a good thing for the party, but let's see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bork, take it away. Hey, uh, this is Michelle playing Bork, the Paladin. Our Warlock. Uh, my name's Lauren. I will be playing Ben, the Halfling Warlock. Our Cleric. My name is Hayden. I'm playing Ogden, the Dwarven Cleric. And the Monk. And it's my birthday today, and I'm turning 27, and as a result, I'm an adult, so I'm actually going to give you my real name for once. My name is James. I'm playing Denchi. Congratulations. Holy shit, it's James. His true form. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not my final form. Keep posted. Yeah. <laughs> so, I believe we ended last session with Roll for Initiative. So, let's roll for Initiative. Because there is a giant uh, red I dragon not right in front of you. Oh, wait, I can. I forgot. It's the one, right? Did you roll the exact same thing twice? Yes! <laughs> yes, it did. It was both twelves. <laughs> Still, pretty good. Alright, so. Yeah. <laughs> Ogden. Ogden got a. 13. <laughs> Uh, I got a 15. Then. 10. Oh. Mork. 16. Ah, nice. All right. So, the uh, round is going to start in the favor of the dragon. Of course. <laughs> it's a dragon. And we're all clumped, so this is going to be a very short fight. <laughs> yeah, that, I made a deck save throw. I still win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> evasion. Box. So, yeah, it is going to uh, fire breath. In a 30-foot cone in front of it, which will, I believe, target all players. So everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Nope. Ah, did you fuck it? No, it's four. <laughs> which is pretty close. Twelve. Eight. Fifteen. Sorry, no. Oh, Eight. you look too happy then. Wait, no, yeah, no, we're just... Sorry, yeah, I, right. can, I can math as far. So all players fill the deck save. That's a lot of dice. Mm. I swear to God, I just had a pencil. Where'd it go? Mm. Mm. All right, that's twenty-one fire damage to all members of the party. And it is going to um, also make a wing. Beat action, so it's sort of like blow a huge gust of wind at the party. Oh, how nice it's putting us all out of flame, <laughs> right? <laughs> or fanning it, yeah, right? No, make a strength saving throw. Shit, <laughs> should we draw this out? Uh, we'll, we'll draw it here in a minute. Nope, nine and four, thirteen, and Viv? uh, uh, fourteen. Nine. And that was 13, 14? Mm -hmm. um, the 14 is the only success, actually. Um, everyone else is knocked back five feet and prone. I don't know. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, except for Van, is going to take one point of force damage from this. So everyone's toasted, beat back, and... Uh, it's more than a ship. So, Bork's right. gonna get up, mm -hmm. I suppose. Which is uh, half your movement speed. 
I believe. Uh, ten. Ten, you're right. Ten movements? Yeah, uh, instead of causing, costing you a movement action, it's just a portion of your movement speed, yes. so you can still move now. Yep. Okay, well, I'm going to get away from the party, but still, I guess, go try to try to go around so that I'm away from the party, but going the party's like the right dragon. here, all bulked in front of it, mm-hmm. and you're gonna like go off to its side, kind of. Okay. Oh, by the way, the little wizard Lego men, Lauren, is uh, Schmendrick from last night's campaign. Oh, I played Schmendrick again. Schmendrick in? Yeah. I love Schmendrick. Schmendrick the author is a character that I play from time to time. Uh, if you don't know who that is, look it up. <laughs> I was suggesting we use these oh, uh, sure. characters. Go ahead. I'll play Carter. <laughs> because why not? <laughs> so, um, can we get a placeholder for uh, Bork real quick? Just anything and then we'll figure out fancy shit later. Sound good? Great. Okay. Alright, Alright, Put a thing on it. Uh, don't have a thing. Here's the thing. Technical difficulties while we make the battle map because we're prepared. <laughs> it's not like you guys didn't spend 15 minutes setting this up before. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we can get the coaster back. It's fine, Dash. It's fine. It's fine, Dash. Alright, so you're gonna... You you probably have a couple more squares of movement. <laughs> yeah. Alright, and that actually is a perfect uh, placeholder for the dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's even red. It's <laughs> even a red dragon. We're using a Smaug uh, action figure for the red dragon, so it's super thematic. What is the javelin's um, throwing distance? Uh, I think like, it's 20 slash 60, which means you can throw it accurately up to 20 feet and inaccurately with disadvantage at up to 60 feet. Do I still have a standard action right Absolutely. now? Absolutely. You only use your movement. I'm going to go ahead and try to throw a javelin then. Okay. And remember that. Do you have the extra attack feature? You should. I normally attack twice. Do you, you have two javelins? I've got 12. You can throw two javelins. <laughs> I'm also going to vow to kill this thing. Okay, so that's your bonus. So I get um, advantage, on, advantage on both of them. Alright, And I got a 20 for one cold attack. And uh, <laughs> also meta. You do not have knowledge meta on your sheet. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a um, net twenty on one, and then a what would this be? Is it a net twenty on one? I had a net twenty on one, and I rolled an eighteen, and I think I add on. Well, that was for the first attack, right? Yes. Well, then I roll advantage for the second attack. I did, and oh. I got eighteen. Gotcha. Okay. So, so, but it's actually like twenty something. Yeah, those. That's a crit and a hit. So okay. Maximize your first damage and then uh, roll, roll, roll the your second, second damage, which is just like d6 plus whatever your damage it is. So the the crit is going to be um, six. It's going to be ten. Okay. And then the other six. one is going to be six. Yeah. Sixteen. Solid damage. A couple of javelins thunk, thunk, into the javelin scaly hide. And uh, next is Tenchi. Uh, okay. Uh, it's only going to cost me five movement speed to stand up. Uh-huh. Um, one, two, uh, five, ten, fifteen. Sweet. 
20. 25, 30, 35, 40. Mm -hmm. 35, 40. Yeah. All right. Uh, any standard action or just movement? 15. You can radiant at that. Uh, yep. That's what I'm going to do. So, one attack and then key point for two extra attacks because mm -hmm. that's how that works for whatever. So, attention to throw some Hadoukens. Mm-hmm. First one is a Jesus, really? Seventeen. Okay. Second is an eighteen. Mm -hmm. uh, no, that's not right. That's right. Third one. Wow. Uh twenty-three. Alright, that's two hits and a miss. Woo! No, that's not that's not true. That's two misses and a hit. Still take damage. Okay. Reason. Pew, pew, pew. I'm guessing I know which one hit. Yeah. <laughs> the 17th. It's got prime number AC. <gasps> oh, don't be shy, Steve. <laughs> um, Ogden, you're up. Alright. Take five feet of my movement to stand ten, ten feet. Ten feet? It takes yeah. you guys ten feet oh, okay. me five feet because, because of my thing. Things. Because of my thing. Alright. Uh, so then, I'm going to turn my helmet back on correctly. <laughs> Um, I believe what I'm going to do is, uh, then your, uh, your damage scales off your charisma, right? Yeah. I think so. So, not all of your spells do you add your charisma to, but you definitely do for your Eldritch Blast. Mm-hmm. All right. And her spellcasting modifier is off of her charisma mm -hmm. for all of her spells. Yeah. Oh, those are just... Oh, I keep forgetting their only advantage on uh, checks. So, I'm going to... <sighs> I am going to blast this thing, so... Yeah, this is just an advantage be... on a check, and not, not an attack or anything like that, so never mind. I'm going to... Uh, as you would say, you're going to fireball it? Yeah, so... Maybe like, don't get right next yeah, to it? Yeah, maybe don't yeah. get right next to it. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to move a little bit forward. Uh, I All can't right, imagine so I'm going to uh, move out... My, uh, the length of my, uh, remaining movement. Mm -hmm. And cast Guiding Bolt on this thing. Okay. And I still have Luminous Blessing, so I do two times my, uh, modifier damage for radiant damage. Correct. So, Guiding Bolt is... Make a ranged spell attack against the target. That's maybe not gonna hit. What is it? That was a... That's only a 14 shit. No. Alright, no. one last spell slot. Okay. Uh, Vin, you're up. I'm going to use a spell I haven't used. Cone of Cold. Ah, nice. <laughs> um. It needs to do a constitution save. Okay. Those are some high numbers. 10, 
20, 34, 38, am I counting this right? Yep. 38 plus 8. 46. 46. Pew pew. Stop, it's uh, comical time. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, that's some pretty serious damage. How much damage do you break do? You and I want to move. Do damage? <laughs> I, I didn't oh, do you're damage. You're in this nice, like, cone formation. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my movement speed is only 25, so... Where do you want me to move? Go that way. Yes. You don't have that much distance. This is a wall. Bummer. Okay. 15, 20, 25? Yeah. So now you're on the edge of this platform. You, remember, you guys are on, like, a platform. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't want to be moving well, back. So can, we, can, can we take a second and draw that? Yeah. yeah. Can you draw stuff? it? Go back yeah. to where you were. Right. Mm, yeah, about that. Um, because I don't want to be up against a cliff edge. I mean, especially the uh, pool of lava thing? at the bottom. <laughs> that wind thing? Like, yeah. you get pushed five feet back. Like, well, good thing you have Dimension Door. You can cast that while falling. <laughs> Portal. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's fun playing with physics. Yeah, exactly. No, broke down. Sorry. Mm -hmm. All right. yeah, it's so close enough to circle. A circular. Rough circular. <laughs> you know what? Tectonic. <laughs> you know what? Rocks are not no, perfect. You didn't say it was perfectly round platform, so I'm. I said circular, so it's good. It's We're good. circular. We're gravy. Right. So, so it's fine. yeah, uh, down there is lava. So. And it's an open, open on this side. Yeah, it's all open air. Um, I would say this side had a wall because we came in through here. Yeah, so this was a walkway that you guys came in on, mm -hmm. and it has crumbled away. So it's literally just a stone ring. Yes, you okay. are on a stone circle above lava. Is there are there any ledges anywhere around on the walls that are surrounding? Because I'm pretty sure you have really large reach. Could she dimension door to like a ledge? You could probably dimension door to a, a spot like that. Yeah, I imagine so. If you now, it would be a pretty substantial distance outside of here. But yeah, you could. There's probably a place that you could lift away to. Keep in mind, your dimension door range would be further than your. Uh, yeah, I'll look at some my spells for now. I'll just go. Right to the edge. <laughs> the exact thing you said you didn't want. Edge or breath? Take your pick. <laughs> It's probably fine. Maybe. Remember, you wanted this. But you were pretty jazzed about fighting a dragon. I am still jazzed about fighting a dragon. Good, good. Because fighting dragons is so much fun. Dragon is terrifying. It's only fun if you win. Yeah. Alright, um, <clears throat> so... At the bottom of the initiative, um, Salamander, who we will say is sitting in the pillar of fire at that <laughs> cup of pens... Um, you know, some unexplained distance that fucking way. Yeah. Is going to bellow some sort of command word by the sound of it. And let me see what happens. That's orange and fiery. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, the entirety of the, the outside area that was just like about 100 feet until a drop into lava is now just fire. So now there's just nothing but fire beneath the ring. Yeah, 
So if you go outside of the ring, you're standing in fire. Hmm. hmm. It's almost as if he knew what Vin was about to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I rolled it. I have a table. Oh. Uh -oh. Sure. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Want me to show you? No. Good. Okay. Um, all right. So everything outside of there is fire. Uh, top of the chart goes back to the dragon. And... The dragon is going to turn uh, slightly this way. I want to manipulate him a little. He is going to take a tail attack at Tenchi. Uh -oh. That's a critical. Mm -hmm. Pairing six of that damage. Okay, good call. <laughs> Ones. One. Two ones. Wow. <laughs> and he take, parried it. Take four total bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Even after parrying? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good call, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, it will then lunge forward. Yeah, to like here-ish. Right there? Between the two of you, almost. Yeah, like that. Oh. And then make a claw attack at each of the two characters of Bork and Ogden. Okay. Yikes. It should be pointed out, it is not giving flanking at this time. Okay, we can fix that. <laughs> I've got another stupid idea. Not as stupid as mine. No, <laughs> mine's dumber. Okay. Alright, it's a 24 and a 22. Jesus. To hit. Oh, to hit. Yes. Okay. It doesn't just damage me. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, that well, hits. Probably good. I don't know. <sighs> I suppose both hits? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Seventeen. Hold. Eight. <laughs> one of those was good dice. The other one was not good dice. Mm. It's a dicey situation. I am at less than half health already. <laughs> Same. Did not take long. I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm ball twenty five. Mm. Okay. Looks like you're gonna have to go full healing. Okay. Fork, you're up. It's going to. <laughs> it's cool, guys. Smite for a hundred damage. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That might yeah. be the only. Got time. it. I'm gonna move out. I was, yeah, I was right here. Mm -hmm. So is this taking up three by three or four by four squares? Um, Five, ten. Let's say a three by three. So it's only large. Or no, huge. That's right. Yeah. It's okay. It's like okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out where I can go to move back. To charge ten feet. Okay. So <laughs> imagine that in this, in this, in this, he's taking up these three yeah. by three. Okay. I know it's a little imperfect. So if you were to go here, it would be five. It's ten, going to take an attack of opportunity as you leave its threat range. Yeah. That's fine. I'll charge it and make up. We'll see. Uh, that is a twenty-eight to hit with uh, a tail. Jesus. <laughs> You used its reaction though, so I'm glad. And 18 bludgeoning damage with it. So a tree trunk, or a tree, uh, tree trunk sized tail. Yeah, yeah that. Slams into Bork and just no fucks given, still going for it. <laughs> you know, like how much damage? Oh, wait a second. Hold right? on. Sentinel, don't I get to do something because it tried to take an attack of opportunity? Yes. 
Hold the fucking phone. I think you get to also attack it, and if you do, it takes its speed to zero, but I don't know. But that doesn't really do much when it's just standing there. Alright, so uh, technically I can take opportunity attacks when adjacent foe attacks an adjacent ally, so I could have done it for his claw attack, yeah. but not for him taking an attack of opportunity. Okay. So is it too late, or should I go ahead and do that? Uh, it's just too late. Okay. Shit, right. I totally forgot about that. Okay. It's a lot of shit to remember on Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, I'm going to try to divine smite it at second level. Sure. With my Give it the beast. And then, and then, and then, let's see. And not. Wow. Those are some shit numbers. Mm, splat. Well, you don't have to declare the smite until okay, you hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm going to hit it again, I guess. Yeah. You, you so I don't get the charge, but I'll right. just try to hit it again. Took the damage from nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Well, took the damage um, for the opportunity. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it wasted its reaction. I yes. got a... Is that 24 to hit? That'll hit it. And then divine, divine spring. Alright. Alright, and the table gives her all D8s. <laughs> yeah. Alright, um... It's your turn to throw a bunch of D8s to dragon. It is. Okay, here's what? 49 D8. What all do I have? Oh, because it's, it's 12 for weapon, mm-hmm. then 2 for second level smite, mm-hmm. and then it's extra stuff from the different... Well, I, I get 3 because it's, um... It's a second level, you get 3, right? Mm-hmm. And then... And then cold. Don't forget cold. And then knock it into the ground. I get cold? Don't you? Yeah, you and everyone within 30 feet of you get their weapons imbued with cold. But that's after I smite it. Correct. Yes. 30. So I don't Do throw the not? D4 right now. Okay. That's about to say. Yeah. Um, I also get a 1D6 radiant damage. Um, and is this a fiend, undead, celestial, or fae? Yeah, nope. None of those things. It's a dargan. Uh-huh. It is actually, in fact, a dragon. Well, I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> well, thank you. Is there anything else I can this thing? Four legs and wings. It's how, how blown would you be after, like, three rounds of combat with this thing? The illusion wore off, and it was just, like, a 10th-level fighter. <laughs> Not surprised. You can breathe fire. <laughs> it's got rolls, man. Yeah. Wow. What do you say? Wild shape. You're dragging 14 hours. Top. 10, <laughs> 12, what is that? 17, 24, mm. uh, plus 4, so 28 damage. Okay. And I don't think anyone except for you and Ogden is in the reach of your core. We are not, no. No. Now it was 28, you said? 28. Doesn't have to make a saving code to not get knocked into the ground. I thought it was just sunk five feet into the ground anyway. Yeah. Or is it yeah. a saving throw no. for that? It's a... I, I, I told myself afterwards that I wish I had put a saving throw on that, but I didn't, so no. we're going to stick to it. <laughs> I mean, I doubt that's going to do a whole lot to it anyway. Yeah, five feet is like the size of a woman's toenails. Well, it's not that big. <laughs> it's, ankle, um, maybe. It's, it's also blinded. Yes. Oh, that's going to help. So that's probably... I was going to do hold monster. Do you think that's worth it at this point? Yes. Yeah. If it fails at save, I'd say it's very worth it. Mm. Well, last time it... it last time, time we were dealing with something that was a little less than... A little than more fair. monstrous yeah. than this. Mm-hmm. Something attempting to destroy the world, mm-hmm. not a dragon. Mm. One crystal at a time. Yeah. All right, so that's your turn? That's my turn. All right, next the, is... The, the first... The, I mean, it still would have, like... 
um, missed it because I rolled so crappy the first roll, but it's technically flanked now, right? It is, I, I said, that you, you were already in a position to consider it flanking, Okay. but that's why I stated it is not flanked. Okay. This creature is not flanked. Oh, so it's got levels in the rogue. It, Damn it. It is not flanked. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's too thing to be It's not flanked. Okay. Um, Tenchi, you're up. Go punch it. Take your fists to it. Climb it. <laughs> Cookie to the lady. Burning a key point for step on the wind. Okay. So I can move 90. 5, 10, 15. Salamander is going to take his reaction. He has, he has taken the held action, and he's going to cast Wall of Fire. Okay. Can I get a pen? Here. No, no, just one of those. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a wall of fire. Cool. Where was I? Over here? Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, that would be a 19. Okay, that's a uh, fail. Really? You just ran through a wall of fire. What With a 19. A wall of fire cast by the spirit of fire. Okay, yeah. still take yeah, that damage. It's going to have a high DC. I mean, you're lucky you didn't run into it and bounce off because it's such a high level oh, spell. That's great to edit. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm constantly looking over at the fucking waves. I'm like, this don't, is fine. Don't look at it. <laughs> Should we maybe move the uh, laptop back no, a little bit? No, it's fine. I, I like that it's picking up, like, dice and shit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of my favorite thing about the in-person sessions is that we get to hear the dice rolls. Yeah. Um, still here for you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's a lot of dice. <laughs> Just ran into a wall. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it right now. Is that because it's have your ears are singed? That would be if I couldn't hear it right now. <laughs> Alright, so you take half? Yes. Because that's uh, 17 fire damage. Better than 35. Oh, man. I was thinking of doing something. I might have to start healing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys do a lot of damage, but this thing is also doing a lot of damage. We've done 96 damage on it so far. About um, 106. 106, okay. Yeah, we missed that. <laughs> nice. I'm glad somebody's keeping track, because um, meta-knowledge and all that. <laughs> we love you, too. Mutter, mutter, mutter. Mutter, mutter, mutter into audio that's being... Uh, and then I'm shit. just going to start climbing up the dragon. Okay. Um, We're all still on fire. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Tenshi used to have hair. Now he's a bald monk. <laughs> uh, athletics or acrobatics, or is it just athletics? Athletics. Okay, so two oh, plus... Yeah, acrobatics is fine. You can okay, so uh, 22. Okay. So I climb, 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 climb. Yes, you are on its back. I assume... How much movement did you have when you approached it? Mm. I believe he had at least 60 left. Yeah, if 30 got me to here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it did so. So I have 60 yeah. left. Okay. Because step on the wind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you have 60 feet left? Step on the wind doubles my movement speed. Yeah, I understand that. But it took 30 for me to get from there to there. Right. So you Five, started ten, with 60. No, I started with 90. His movement speed's 45, right? Oh, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Right. That's right. <laughs> I think I so you're you're pretty much anything on the on here now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Do you still stand? Can you punch him? Yeah. Um. Well, hey, at least you might not take so many claw attacks. 
Oh shit, stuff on the window is my bonus action. No, I only have my uh, standard attack, so. Not at all. Oh, it's a climb. Athletics, right? Uh, yeah, you don't have spider climb on on dragon, so. No, I don't. So that's my whole turn? That's my turn. Okay, you're on this things anywhere that you want to be. So, for my sake, where are you on the dragon? Pretty much just, like, square on his back, where kind of, the, like, right there, and this is anatomically accurate. <laughs> Mount him and make him your bitch. <sighs> oh, that would be if it was a girl dragon. How do you know that it's not a girl dragon? Did you are you worried about it being gay, but, like, not that it's a dragon? <laughs> I think his preference is just women dragons. Yes. Also, look up dragon's fucking cars. It will work. No, no. I'm no. editing this out. <laughs> Yeah, no, just kind of like where the wings and the shoulder meet the rest All of the right, body. All right, so like that right nice on the, on the middle of its shoulder yeah. blades, as yeah. it were. Right where it can perfectly shake you out. <laughs> I did that all last night for our session. I just kept taking pictures and sending them to Elise and like giving her a little like caption for what was happening. It was so much fun. Is there a jail in the bar? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Anyway, mm. um... Things and stuff. I'm trying to remember whose turn it is. Ogden. Okay, well, uh, despite how much we are hurting right now, I think I need to shut this thing down. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to reach out and smack it with a bestow curse. Okay. As a fourth level spell, so the duration is 10 minutes. Okay. It needs to make a wisdom saving throw. DC 15. Come on, please work. 23. Fuck. Sorry, man. Well, that's a waste. He's not sorry. No, he's I not. I'm sure that was a really big like. Yeah, that was. This works. Yeah, it was a. It was. If this works, that's gonna really trivialize a lot of this fight. Yeah. Oh boy, that was not good. Okay, so. I don't got nothing left to do. Okay. And I'll just then. stand there and take it. Hold monster. Okay. Frozen. No. No. Him. The spell is no. Hold monster. Him. He's oh. just going to have to sit there and take it. Yeah, yeah. That's actually exactly what I'm going to have to do, because okay. I'm right in front of this fucking thing. <laughs> okay. And what's the DC and what stat is it for Hold Monster? It's... <laughs> She's looking it up. <laughs> kind of. Well, I mean, I had it pulled up, but then... Okay. So, uh, range, 90 feet, minutes... It's a wisdom save. Okay. Yep. And if you choose a creature that you can see within range, start closing. What's the DC on that? It would be their casting. My spell, my spell thing is 16. Okay, you failed. <laughs> Yay! It gets <laughs> your face. Damn it. <laughs> It gets another try on its turn. Okay. And okay, what does it do? It's um. <laughs> See, I don't like how people use when it's silent. I gotta figure out what the fuck that's all about. All of it's not itself. telling me. Choose a creature within range. Turn must be. Uh, oh. Save. It or be paralyzed for the duration. Okay, so it's paralyzed. paralyzed. Can't move or speak. One never fails. And it's blind. Does it count as prone? No. Uh, no, it's incapacitating, which means it can't take actions or reactions. Yeah. Alright, so that's your initiative? Yep. Alright. Salamandro is going to 
uh, take its turn to manipulate the wall of fire and push it. So this wall of fire is going to move here. Roasted. And we take all the damage as it moves. Yeah, everyone that it, that the wall of fire passed, um, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Does that include the dragon? Yes. Wow. That it failed that. I'm gonna That's die. Hilarious. Yeah. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Again, I said it had disadvantage, so. Don't what? leave me alone, guys. Uh, uh, ten. Nine. Thirteen. We all fucked up. Bitch. Like, either way, I take half damage. It's just be under fourteen. It's not gonna be under fourteen. It's gonna be like you take ninety-seven points of damage. Isn't that half? Yes. Yes, it is half. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the total is 25. Which makes you alive. <laughs> and makes calculate. me alive. Uh, is that 12 or 13? It's a right rounded down. down. Yeah, okay, so it's 12. 12. Calculate more because I can't do that. Oh, right, sorry. I have that. Oh, Jesus. Two. Me too. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you Yes, I expected to not be hit by the dragon and oh look, I was right. And the the uh, dragon took zero damage. Of course it's immune to fire. Because it's a dragon. Because mm. it's a red dragon. Yeah, specifically. <laughs> um Oh, that did not go well. Top of the initiative, the dragon gets its wisdom save. Um, I think so. Yes, it gets a wisdom save. Now that's 18, which beats your saving throw. What happens when it passes? Does I it just think, regain control? Yeah. I think um, it burns its turn doing that. Yeah. yeah. At least that's it's action. Hot. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's going to fly. Because that's the end of its turn now. So it's taking out for, away from us, which means attacks of opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Do I go into? You're on its back. You're on it. It's not leaving your threat range. Because I have a vow of anonymity, do I get a, a advantage, advantage on... I believe... So, um, I don't know if it's gonna if it's worded uh, attack actions, mm-hmm. which would be your standard action, um, or attacks you make. But I'm just gonna go ahead and say, go ahead and make uh, attack opportunity with uh, advantage. Does a twenty-three hit? Absolutely, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And all I've got is the ice, the frost damage. Yes. Okay. Ooh, not bad. Not bad. And then do you want it separated? Hmm? Do you want it uh, frost and bludgeon damage, or do you want it? Both? It has no immunities. I'm just going to be honest. You gain advantage yeah. on attack rolls, the creature. Yeah, against so the creature. all attack rolls, including okay. attacks of opportunity. Okay. Nice. Well, I got a 24 to hit. Is this a sticky note? I got index cards. It's not a big deal. Is this it? Yeah, it's certainly a couple. Yeah. Fourteen damage. Fourteen and. Write down as I use. Uh, I did ten damage total. So twenty-four. All right, it's gonna fly uh, sixty feet. Uh, no, it's not. Sentinel. It's movement speed. Did you hit its feet? Zero. Did so, it hit its wings? Um, well, Sentinel. It just says it's I hit something that tries to move. Zero. And its movement speed becomes zero. See, that's the shit that I hate because it's entirely unspecific. Yeah. Clearly, that is intended to just just like Europe. Your blow disables their legs. Yes. And it's not using that to move. So that always, that shit like, you know, hold on, let's double check it. It might actually have a size category limit. Now that oh, it. that would make so a lot of fucking sense. That would. Uh, let me, let's see. 
Sentinel. Master techniques that take advantage of every drop in the enemy's guard, gaining the following benefits. When you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, the creature's speed becomes zero for the rest of the turn. Okay. It doesn't even say a cool. size. Yep. So you clip the twins effectively for the turn. Nice. It doesn't get to move. Uh, make a balance save while it re-plummets to the ground. Oh, just him? Okay. Well, he's doing it things. did actually leave, though, so we did still do the 24 damage? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that doesn't negate it. He has to hit it, so you have balance to... Balance isn't a thing. Acrobatics, Or acrobatics, yeah. probably. Acrobatics. That's probably 17 nice. plus yeah. 8. That's enough. 25. You do not fall off the dragon. I do a kickflip with the dragon. No, because it's not a fucking skateboard. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Make a lot of fucking dragon skin skateboards with the one with an adult dragon. And that's we probably off a lot of red dragons. <laughs> that's how we stay in business after the whole crystal charades. <laughs> we sell dragon skin skateboards. No, this is dumb. You should feel bad. No, we've become elemental. No, this is ridiculous. That's how uh, the elemental Next on the uh, initiative order is Bork. Bork. Bork is going to smite the shit out of it. Right, as you do. <laughs> as you do. I'll just try to... Actually, I can move and... and, and oh. I, that would... No. Yeah, nope. Learn your lesson. By the way, um, <laughs> after that first round that the firewall was up around the <laughs> arena, it has subsided. I okay. said that earlier. I'm okay. sorry. No, so let's go to the last one round. So does a 19 hit it? Uh, yes. Okay. Then I smite of it, which I get this, I get this, I get this, I get what those level two. Just first it's level? just first level okay. smite, so I only get so yeah, that's two. Oh. Oh boy. Twenty-two damage. Okay. And then I get another attack. And is it possible for me just to smite again? I believe you can only smite once per round. Okay. But that I, makes but sense. But if you want to, if you want, can we check? Yeah. Can we get a paladin page to see if I can smite uh, for both times. both turns, both attacks? I want to say no, but. So, you know, I still have a couple. Intensely on hands. When you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one paladin spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target. In addition to the weapon's damage, the damage deals. That, it's going to be at the end. The damage increases from 1d8 by if the target is undead or fiend. It says nothing about doing it only one nope. time per turn. As long as she has spell slots right. to hit. Go for her. And it, she hits with a weapon attack. Yep. Alright. Wow, that's that's kinda good. <laughs> doing that one for a while. I crit. Right. Yes. Oh thank um, goodness. I'm gonna just tell you that that's that's uh, enough damage for the fight to end. Wow. The dragon does not die. Welcome. <laughs> good wow. job. Um, <laughs> Sweet. But uh Salamandro is going to bellow enough and the fire is going to burst for a moment as he says that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay guys. Go team. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and she like on his back on the ground, just like we did it. <laughs> oh god, my hair is burned. <laughs> Can I give everybody a slap on the back and and 
you know, heal them for a little bit. No, because that would take some time for you to walk around. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> refereeing the fight at this point. Mm. Salamandra is going to glide into the arena proper. Um, and he is, you're going to see him cloak the red dragon in fire. This seems to immediately close its wounds. And oh. is going to roar uh, in draconic, uh, a fine battle, thank you for the glory, and fly away. I don't think any of us speak Draconic. Nope. Um, really? Nobody? Nobody's a wizard. I always take Draconic. It's well, a really good one to have, but I don't believe You I always haven't. play a wizard, though. I do not always play a wizard. Okay, I have, sure. in your experience, in your experience, sure. Um, Wait a second, why the hell do I... At the very beginning of the uh, campaign, did you specifically say that Primordial was not a language and you had to have Terran and Ignant? Okay. That explains why I have both Terran and Ignant. Yeah. Yes. Those have so far not been useful at all. (laughs) Okay. Um, So he calls the fight to close and, uh, and welcomes you all to join him at his table, which a stone table sort of rises from the middle of the arena. And stone, stone chairs appear um, almost in the shape of like stools rather than proper chairs with backs and all. Mm-hmm. And a banquet of the finest meals rise from the tables. Sorry, I'm not looking at anything. Promise. Yeah, you are! Do you have inspiration? No, I don't. Good. <laughs> take it away. I think we've only gotten <laughs> one inspiration this entire campaign. Who's you? Yeah, me. Not like crying. Did you have one? I do. Right, 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 you did. I, I drew a picture, mm-hmm. so I got inspiration. All oh, right, the, the dwarf queen and queen. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. You should draw more often. You should. We could use the inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and he's going to welcome you to sit at his table. He is going to congratulate you. You have done better than he could have expected, but he is not yet impressed. Your might is mm. is there, no doubt. But anyone in a group as large as yourselves could handle a beast, even a mighty one as a dragon. So I ask you to enjoy the food. It will re- it will re-energize you and bring you to your full capacity. Oh and at your ready, the real test will begin. Seriously? Don't worry, Tenshi. Maybe it'll be multiple choice. <laughs> you do realizing I didn't get an education, right? You You're also it. a lot smarter than you were uh, five days ago. Smart versus education. <laughs> um, does this restore uh, spell slots as well? Everything. Oh, Everything that was expelled is rejuvenated. All right. I don't have to burn spell slots to get everyone. That's nice. Oh, That's I can smite three more times now. Fantastic. Cool. Should just—I have a goal now of smiting and using all of my smites, though. Just all of them. <laughs> That'd be a lot of smites, though. It would Every be. single hit I make, It'd I smite. It'd be a smitey task indeed. Okay. Every time I smite, will I actually go further into the ground? If it stays in the ground. <laughs> it's pretty cool. wild, drive it. You could just keep smiting it and just keep burying it. I mean, keep in mind, you're also gonna have to go down with it. I. I have Dimension a, door me out. 
<laughs> yeah. And I have it. Witch Bolt, which yes. I got uh, the ability to, when I succeed on it, which I haven't in a while, yeah, right. um, they get encased in a stone prison that I have not... When did this happen? Probably oh, well. no. Well. no. I've not used it. Wow. Whoops. Yeah. I've totally forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, you shock them and then put them in a stone prison where you can just repeatedly shock the shit out yeah. of them. They still get to pass like a... They still have like a... Safe yeah, they can them. break out of it. But still. It puts them in there. Yeah. Remember that for the really next test. Yeah. yeah. It puts them in a cage. Wait, <laughs> the next test is going to be a thinking one. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. As a player, yes. Great. Gimme. As a character, <laughs> no. <laughs> so... Um, as you all begin to dine, I assume, since all of you started uh-huh. to erase shit off your sheets, so everyone ate. Yeah. Yep, um, sure. We all have to save for poison. Standard <laughs> issue, wood chipper out the side, Tenshi's just guzzling it down. No I end. thought about poison, and then I was just like, Food. No. Really He's a hurt. spirit. We can trust him. <laughs> yeah, how shitty would that be? Like, ha fuckers, you all lose. I win. That was the real test. <laughs> that was the real <laughs> test. Yeah. I rolled a 20 my constitution save. What? No. Oh, right. oh, no. Oh, no, the poison. <laughs> That's delicious. <laughs> More. Fortunately, I have uh, advantage on saves against poison. Yeah, buddy. Okay. <clears throat> and resistance to poison damage, I believe. I believe. So, resistance to poison. So, you guys are <clears throat> um, rejuvenated, as you promised. The food is obviously magically enhanced. It replenishes everything you've given up in that fight. Um, and then he, uh, sort of whisks away while you dine, as you seem to be done. The table goes away, the chairs disappear, and (laughs) (laughs) what claws themselves up across, uh, before you on the side of the ring that Salamander is sitting on are three, um, large, uh, sized humanoids with red skin and small, like, Darth Maul small horns. <coughs> we have on characters head. for this, too. Yes. Hold on, we got this one. Uh, three of them. So we actually have three. One of them is brandishing a a greatsword. One of them has a sword and a shield. And the other one is clinching a molten hot stain. We got, we got stuff for this. Yay, Lego figurines. Hashtag mm. not sponsored. <laughs> Oh, they're all right next to each other. Dude, imagine oh, yeah. if we were sponsored by Lego. That would be fantastic. Uh, by the way, Lego people, if you're listening, uh, yeah. sponsor us. Hashtag not an ad. Hashtag could be an ad. Hashtag Lego pay us. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're all standing right next to each other, let's just put them right here. Well, they're not going to stay standing next to each other. They're going to fight these things. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> so much for it being a test of smarts. <laughs> I'm guessing we're going to have to fight them individually. Do we have any more? What do we need? Uh, just stands for them to stand on. Uh, Here, uh, just grab them out of the, uh, we'll just borrow some. Technical difficulties while setting up enemies. Oh my god, it's almost like we need to do this on the fly. Hey, Um, yeah, well, you know what? Let's just take a quick fiver. So, we're back from our little respite, and so is the party, because uh. the... Salamandro says, This fight will now test how you fare on your own. I have seen that you have fared well as a team. I must know that should it be me and this and any one of you alone to defend the crystals, that I have a strong ally at my side. The, the four Ifrit before you will be your opponents. 
select your opponent. Whoever is bravest may step forward first. So who stepped forward first? Probably him, because he might first. Pick your, pick your opponent. I'm looking over, you know, all of them. I'm going to do a perception check just to see what I can, like, notice about them. Nope, I'm not getting shit out of that. What was it? Uh, it's what, wisdom, right? For perception? Yeah, so it's six. Right. Um, I mean, you can them see them. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> they, uh, they look like this. That's... Shut up. And the book falls over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is what an Ifrit looks like, roughly. Oh, dude. Yeah, looks about right. Cool. Um, more armored, uh-huh. generally speaking. Um, one of them, as I mentioned, has a sword and a shield. The other one has a big old two-handed sword, and the third one has a staff. And it's just a staff? Just a staff. Like I said, it's it's like made out of like molten lava almost. Like it's molten and like glowing with heat. Okay. But it's it just looks like a staff. And I can fight anyone. Any any one of the four. Who's the fourth? I don't know. No, I ask him. Who's the fourth? If you cannot oh, even damn. if you cannot even find your fourth opponent, then whoever picks last will face it. All right, I'm gonna search around the arena. Like I'm just kind of swivel my head around like that. Sure. That's uh, a nine. No, mm-hmm. you don't see a fourth of freak anywhere. It's up to six. Pick your opponent. Guy with the staff. Okay. So I can take the two of you and move him like here. Sure. Move all of our characters over to the side. I assume these fights are not happening all at the same time. They are. Okay. All right. Who uh, who will pick their opponent next? I'll go. Okay. Step forward. And I'm going to go with the. Uh... I'm thinking I'm going to go with the. Sword shield day. Okay. You guys go over here. This wall of fire is dissipated. <laughs> no, it's still burning. Sorry, you're all done. <laughs> Next. Bork is gonna choose what's his face, Salamandro. Salamandro? Yep. <laughs> I'm not an ifrit, you simpleton. I am far more powerful than you could dare imagine. I said choose one of the four ifrit as your opponent. Was it investigation to be able to see the other guy, or...? Um, well, that depends on how you want to try and perceive this, Ifrit. I guess I'll roll one insight on being able to know where he is. That would not no, help you. I know. <laughs> we don't have any points in investigation, um, and what the perception? Actually, I think something else is going on here. <laughs> I've got no idea. <clears throat> it's a perfect little ginger sip of tea. Mm-hmm. Just to cut the tension. <laughs> Can I do a, a wisdom check to know where he is then? What skill? All right, fine. I'll just do an investigation. You know, I don't have any points in it. <laughs> you don't have points in anything. I have a 
crap load of points in things. You have proficiencies in things. I think yeah. the, the, yeah. the grammar that's Nazi is trying to well, point out. whatever. There's things that I have up to like six in. Unfortunately, <laughs> I haven't used them at all. I know, right? It's so good. Uh, 13. Um, to investigate? Yeah. And what are you exactly investigating? I'm investigating outside of the arena to see if I can see any of these creatures that I need to fight. Okay. Um, so... You do not detect anything with that. Okay. You do not, like, see one of them holding on to the edge. <laughs> you do not see footprints that are unaccounted for. Nothing like that. Who will be your opponent? What's her name? Is, does, is Lumina the one that has the light? Lumina is the one of light, yes. I guess it wouldn't actually be the, the, the bat one that would have to be the invisible. invisible. Could I actually, like, in my mind, ask Shade, do you see anybody that's invisible on this arena? Okay, so you're going to pray to Shade? Yes. Okay, give me a religion roll. No, I am not! Wow. You're terrible. Just a raw charisma thing. Um, charisma? Yeah, just raw charisma. I realize okay. that in t- his- the history of religion wouldn't. 17. Okay. You reach to Shade. You see in your mind that Shade has heard you, mm-hmm. but when the being that you know what Shade is turns to you, he has been muted. He cannot speak. Okay. Hmm. Probably by the other crystal. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm not just going to parable. You shut up. <laughs> I want to fight the one that's not visible. <laughs> then well, then declare that. I yeah. fight the one I cannot see. Yeah. Wow, guys. I'm I fight the answer. one that I cannot see. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead and place this guy right next to the remaining Ifrit. Um, an Ifrit removes something from his neck and holds the brooch in his hand. He becomes visible. Okay. Oh, damn, I and have then him. he, yeah, uh, he should have. <laughs> oh, well. He walks over to another quarter of the arena for you to join him. Mm. And when you step in front of him, he puts the brooch back on, and he's now invisible. I should fly. Bye, guys. Hmm. You, you'll be fine. I <laughs> just divine fine. smite everywhere. Well, fortunately for you, you don't have to actually smite unless you hit something. That's true. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So you get the guy with the great sword. Can I have fun, Vin? What's up? Can Nothing. You can you what? I was just gonna be like, I select you. What <laughs> 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 I shoot. do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I guess hers is going first. Well, I mean, yeah. Can I do that? Do you want to just fuck the formality and just shoot the guy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, uh, roll an attack with advantage when you're surprising him. Super rude. Also, he never set grounds for the test, so fuck him. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna fight this person. Sit here next to them and wait for a while. Like, what? Okay. Um. She has a point. <laughs> These Ifrits are just like sizing us up, but we're all big, you know. Formal. <laughs> I rolled two 16s. What's uh, the total to hit? Yeah, what's the total? Plus, um, nine. So. I think you hit him. Okay. 
He made it. Did, did you Eldritch Blast him, or what are you doing? I'm right. gonna, I was just going to do yeah. Eldritch Blast. That's how I took that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's a 2d10, or 1d10 plus charisma, <laughs> and then another attack. Yep. You're a 10. Ooh, a broken glass. It's four plus... Charisma's. Charisma's is four now. Awesome. Yeah, so eight. That's eight. And then I roll to attack again. Because I get two blasts. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, you have advantage. Uh, fifteen. That'll miss. <laughs> I'm gonna go one. So you punched him one, just sucker punch. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, that's the best way to start a fight. I'm not one of you guys, holy guys. I'll take it. I'm not holy. I'm full of holes at this point, but I'm not holy. (laughs) Actually, they've all been cauterized since the wall of fire twice. I guess they just think of you as as holy because you're a monk and you know all the celestial things. Dude, again, no formal education. So with that uh, affront to the the duel um, of walls of of thick magma are going to rise in a cross-section, mm-hmm. oh, so. separating the party. Oh, the walls are 30 feet tall. I can jump that. But you're not going to, is what he's saying. <laughs> you're on thin lava? Try me. <laughs> <laughs> and Vins is going to break away and levitate into the air, 20 feet away from the rest of the group, so she is super isolated. <laughs> oh, Vim's little section is going to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> it means a lot for them to help you. Yeah, that's fair. So it's it, her section is just her section is in. elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not going to redraw the map because time. Yeah. Time. <laughs> uh, all right. So, but hey, there are walls of magma. We wouldn't see it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Shit. <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to get any better than that. Yep, the first one was in that 20. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, got the, got the advantage where I really needed it. <laughs> 18. Y'all suck. Wait for it. Screw your 23. No. <laughs> it better be more than 23. <laughs> Wait, it's not plus your dexterity anymore, is it? No, yeah, it is. It's just your dex. Oh. Yeah, it's just your decks. <laughs> oh, wow. I've been doing it wrong for the last, like, What have you been doing? Plus three instead of plus four. Oh, yeah, you forgot to level it up and you got more decks. <laughs> All right. Um, Ogden. I got an 18 total. Okay. 10 to 24. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think I'm yeah. fighting my monk counterpart Eight. here. Yeah, a lot of us are. Bork. Think crowd. We did that on purpose. <laughs> well, I mean, um, except which one of you has a higher dexterity score? Probably her. I've got zero. <laughs> what the number? The actual score? The ten, 14? whatever. Ten? Fourteen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you had a dexterity modifier, you just win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's um, obviously a full category higher. Okay. Alright, so we are all going at the same time instead of just waiting. Yeah, I feel like that would be really unfair. Especially for the uh, for the audio, yeah. We may as yeah. well just do it all at once. 
So, the walls rise, the Ifrit draw their weapons, or at least you think they draw their weapon, for your sake. Um, and we're going to go to the Wizard Ifrit's initiative. Wait, this guy? Yes. Cool. Oh, good. I was worried it was a monk. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping it was a monk. Mm. <laughs> you might have monk levels, but I don't know. I really wish I was fighting this character with Law instead of Work. Yeah. Law would have just been like, fuck you, I can see everything, bitch. I can do that now. Because my gift from Shave is just like, hold on, let me turn off my eyes. And I can see. Why didn't you do that to begin with? I still have I the... Didn't think of the I know. That's just to make me invisible. No. No, to, to, no it does. Ha-ha! I never used it. No, Where'd you get that top hat from? I bought it like six towns ago, guys. Yeah. <laughs> have fun applying it. In no, it's literally combat. just this. What, what was it? It's literally just like goo or powder or just something. It's like a poultice that you put over your eyes. It's literally just this. Let's go. All right. He is going to cast Stone Shape, and you are now inside of a dome of stone. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And you do not know what he does with the rest of his turn. That is absolutely fair. That's really, that really fits. <laughs> That's kind of perfect. <laughs> I don't know why I have a random stick of deodorant down here, but the cap is perfect it's, for it. There it is. Perfect. Now it's perfect. On his head, balance, everything's we're done. I wish you guys could see this. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> we should take a picture and upload it to the uh, archive. Yeah, can we do that? Can yeah. we upload images to the archive? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we should put capture images on Yeah, right. <laughs> like just like okay, so that is his initiative. It is now Tinch's initiative. <laughs> you got a dome on your head. Yeah, you are, are almost in, perfectly encased in stone. I mean, there's like, you can move like this, but you could not walk forward more than a step, backwards more than a step, left or right more than a step. Spending key point turning off my eyes. Okay. I can now see what he does. And can then, I go through the wall? No. All I have yeah. is blind sight and blind sight. Yeah, I think you have to have at least line of effect. Yeah, Yeah. so you can't see what he's doing. Yeah. No. Because you're encased in stone. Right. I'm not using my eyes anymore. Yes, Which but... Which is fine. Right, so... Uh, maybe we need clarification on what blind sight is? Blind sense or gives blind you sense. the ability to feel out the presence of people, and you do not have line of sight on this being. Right. I need line of sight to be able to sense their... Area? It's just yes. like echolocation. Yeah, imagine... Right now your echolocation is just... echolocation, but... Essentially. All right, I'm right. So basically, you can see all around you inside here, and right. once you get out, if you could get out, right. you'd be able you to, see be able to see him see regardless, but um, of his invisibility or not. But never mind. You cannot pierce stone with that. Okay. Yeah. That was, you cannot pierce with that. I thought this was going to be a lot more like toss. I can sense vibrations and things. Yeah, that's not what's happening. Okay, complete misunderstanding. Yeah. Never mind, man. I even if it was like a tremor sense, you still need to be on the same surface as them to feel that, and you're not. Fuck. Um. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. I 
Actually, I'm going to burn that key point. I'm okay. going to set up patient defense. I mean, you already did. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so instead of using the, uh, instead of using blindside, I'm going to use that key point to do patient defense, and I'm going to take my two regular attacks, no bonus attack, against the wall. Okay. And patient defense is what? Uh, I set up dodge as a bonus action. Okay. So first attack, it's twelve. Second attack, that's six. Yeah, it's a six. Uh, that is a 13 against the wall. I'm not going to say that you missed a wall, because that doesn't add up all right in my mind. Yeah. But you don't make solid enough contact to deal damage. Fair. <laughs> maybe it's too smooth, maybe you don't have the room to line up your flow, something. No, that's fine. Uh, you all could right. have said you fucking missed a wall. Yeah, all right, that tracks. Uh, I refuse to say that. <laughs> you say that, but you've met me. Yeah, but like... No. <laughs> I don't believe in a person's inability to punch a stationary object. Next on the initiative order is... your opponent, Vin. Uh, he is going to... Um, take his weapon, raise it high, and then he is going to... In his hand, it changes from a sword into a hammer. And he is going to strike the ground. Okay. Pull this straight out of Dark Souls 3. No, not at all. <laughs> um, make a uh, acrobatics or dexterity saving throw. I'm not going to make you do a skill check. That seems weird. Uh, 19. Okay. You keep your. Oh, wait, balance. hold on. Plus. All oh, right, you're stabbed, isn't it? Uh, so 21. 21? Mm -hmm. Alright, so you definitely pass it. Uh, you So you keep your balance, but you do take uh, four points of force damage as the tremors run through your body. Okay. And about a fourth of the arena sloughs off. Not a part and of your And then he walks up to you. Mm. And is out of action. Okay, that's fine. It's cool. I don't care. So can you push him right next to the wizard? Or the warlock. There's something you can do, and it's a little bit evil. You just have to think about what's already happened. I think uh, Honey wants to go outside. Yeah. Somebody get up and let her out. Uh, next in the initiative order is Ogden. Okay. Cool. Want to go outside? Go on, Poochie. Go on. And out. Go on. All right. Go. Go on. Sunny. Let's see then. Um. On your couch. Leave. I'm just gonna go ahead and do urgent. She's a weird dog. She's a weird dog. She's your dog. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and try uh, guiding bolt on him. Yes, so. that's right. It is your initiative. Sorry, I didn't miss speak or anything. Go for it. Bell attack. Range spell attack on him. Thank you. Goodness. Uh, 24. That's a hit. Thank you. All right. So four d6. Can uh -huh. I borrow a couple of d6 books? And I also get double my uh, modifier. There we go. Done my modifier on uh, radiant damage. So, and this is all radiant damage. Yep. Alright, 10, 15, double my mod is 6, 21 damage, and uh, he takes damage, and on my next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage, thanks to the mystical dim like littering. So, how much damage is that actually in total? What did I say? 15, uh, 21? Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 21. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can guide it upon. Mm -hmm. Anything else for your initiative? Um, I think I'm going to take a 
five foot step this way and not have my back towards the uh, towards the uh, edge of the ledge. Yeah. All right. Um, so he's, he's you have advantage on your next attack against him, is that right? Yes. But nothing else. Correct. All right. Uh, next on the initiative order is uh, Bork's opponent. Okay. Pew pew. Plink plink, hopefully. It's a 19 to hit. My armor class is 19. Then the that hits. hits you. Wait, what? I thought I had to meet or exceed. I always thought defense wins, guys. Let's find out. I felt like we've, we've gone over this. Yeah, I feel like we have. We have. I remember it because it was like only a session or two ago. Yeah. Okay. So, All right, so defense is Tyson. And you're just going, man, thank God for that. Yeah, right. Thank you, whoever gave me the samurai. Uh, I rattle in the fourth. Yep, amen. I'll make a smite in his name. Uh, rattle in's hand, you the shall. The fourth in his name and the last of the greats. <laughs> we never investigated why that was. It's the future. How are you going to investigate it? <laughs> Why is he the last of the We're trying to find out if I just hit work or not. The second attack definitely hits then, if you're AC 19, because it's 23. Okay. It actually doesn't say. It's then benefit of the doubt, say innocence, and we'll establish from this point on that it defense wins ties. Yeah. Um, okay, so it hit you with its second arrow, mm -hmm. which deals ten points of piercing damage and make a Constitution saving throw. You have you proficiency on these, don't you? No. Oh, well, That's oh, against well, he's immune to disease. That right. would be him. No, if you're immune to sickness or disease, he's immune to poison. Not immune. Resistant. Resistant. Yeah. Your orc blood is immunity to disease. So constitution save again? Mm -hmm. Last 16. Uh, that's a fail. And you're not immune to poison, correct? No. Okay. So you are stunned for one round. Okay. Um, which means you're incapacitated, so you can't take actions, can't move, can't speak, and you can speak falteringly. You automatically fail strength and deck saves, and attack rolls against you have advantage, and you can't take reactions. I'm really sorry to say it, what? but the official ruling is, if the total of the roll plus modifiers equals or exceeds the target's okay. armor class, the attack hits. Well, then you can... Sorry, I'm so sorry. Four more, four more piercing damage, and since you already failed the poison, you can't just get poisoned. It wouldn't again. be D&D without a rule check. Yeah. Once uh, a session. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we don't do that a whole lot. Not often, no. Uh, every couple weeks, though. We yeah. do. We Mostly it's just skill checks. Yeah. Um, sorry, Bork. All right, so yeah, you're stunned, but aware of your surroundings. Okay. So imagine just like your muscles just seize. Yeah. And it is... The last one to go is uh, Hayden's opponent. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. And, and I haven't gone yet. Yeah. yeah. Has Bork gone yet? 
Yeah, there's a lot of people that are still good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. You're, you're I thought we were further along than You that. were confusing yeah. me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. I should not do that. Quit backseat DMing. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Bork. And by Bork, I mean Ogden, your opponent, is going next. Okay. This is why DMs don't normally make, like, unique opponents like this, because when you get a combatant battle with eight entities, it gets really fucking complicated. Yeah. You're doing a good job so far, so, so let's keep far. it up. Okay, so he is going to sort of move around mm-hmm. you, like, sort of circle you mm-hmm. clockwise like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that way five feet. And then he is going to rush you. Yeah, okay. Um, make, well, I guess he's going to attack... So miss. So he misses with his weapon, but make a uh, strength saving throw. Don't don't you recall something about dwarves are sturdy especially sturdy and they don't get bull rush very easily. They always get bull rushed five less feet than they normally would. Okay, so strength saving throw. Plus two, that's only a ten. Alright, you are going to get pushed back ten feet. Would normally have been fifteen. <laughs> and he's he's standing right there in front of you, with you. He goes with oh, you. Okay, great. Well, this could be a lot better. And then he is going to hold his ground for the rest of his uh, actions. Okay. It is now... Don't be rude. Then, you're up. Okay. I'm going to use Lightning Bolt. I don't think I've used it before in this session. So So it's a dex save. On fail, you roll a bunch of lightning damage? Yes. And the dex save is a what? It would be your spell testing. Uh, 16. Alright, that is unfortunately a pass. So it takes half? Yeah, you yeah. take half. Yeah, I got the I got the stat block right here, Frodo. I don't know what kiss his book. <laughs> and that will still be 5d6. 5d6? Well, you, you roll all of the dice. Oh, and then you divide whatever damage yeah, that you have to damage after the roll. Oh, that's not how I've been doing it. <laughs> how many dice do you need? Ten? Yeah, ten, Here's, so I need eight more. Here, I got it. We'll take it all from one source, so it's easy. No one's right, one source. They're, do- they're dice forgotten. That's interesting. Yeah, you roll everything and just it only takes half. Okay. Six. Eight. Next up is Bork, by the way. Eighteen. Twenty-eight. Thirty-one. Divided by two. Okay, so fifteen. Like, why does he already have to eat game at all? Oh, yeah. Because you don't play by the rules. No, he doesn't want to fight... A fight on on not on her terms. That's Huge disadvantage for her to fight an opponent that starts in melee range. Oh, you got a dagger, you're fine. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's the dagger she's gonna go for, and not just be like, fuck, let's hope this spell works. Mm-hmm. Alright, Bork, you're up. Alright, so I guess I need to make a well save? Uh, it's a constitution save. Constitution save. No, it's, it's, there's no save. You're just stunned for a round. Oh, okay. So you're no longer stunned. I don't know why it was like, get all prepped for your turn. <laughs> and next, I was accidentally rude, and I'm sorry. Uh, Salamandro is going to take his initiative at zero. Initiative. And... Bummer. 
I've used just stage hazard. That's what I do for stage mm -hmm. hazards. They're on zero. Um, no, that's ridiculous. Hold on. Oh, are you uh, taking a picture? You didn't take a minute? I'm going to look up Counterspell, which I have not used yet. Sure. Right. Do you have the spell? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I only get two spells a day. No, it's fine. I get it. You're fine. Please continue. <laughs> I just didn't know you had Counterspell. Yeah, it's a fantastic spell to have. Mm, yeah. But you have to use it before I think the spell is announced or the damage is announced. I'm not really sure how um, it works. I'm pulling it up now. I'm fairly certain that Counterspell... I got it right here. Uh, one reaction yeah. which you take when you see a creature within 60 feet of you casting a spell. And you certainly see him within range. I would not only say this is a spell, but go for it. You attempt to interrupt a creature in the process of casting a spell. If the creature is casting a spell of third level or lower, its spell fails and has no effect. If it is fourth level or higher, you make an ability check using the spell casting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. Okay, so you have a plus four to your check because of your charisma. Right, and if it's a third level spell or lower, it automatically fails. Mm -hmm. um, so let me check and see what I would call this spell, which it wasn't until now. <laughs> a 90th level spell. <laughs> well, damn. DC of 23. She could. Which she actually right could. <laughs> She's going to roll 20. Or 19. Yeah, you do her seed. Mm. So I just like roll to hit? Well, you don't have to if it's a third level spell or lower. Right. Even if it's being cast, well, no, if it's being cast at higher level, you have to roll for it. But if it's a fourth level spell or higher, you have to roll, and if, the, say, it's a fifth level spell, you have to beat a 15 with a, only a plus four roll. Okay. Um, but it is a third level spell, so. Ooh, counter spell fireball. Yay! <laughs> nice! Pew pew pew! Saved a lot of us, no. sure. Um, I have one more left. <laughs> Wait, should really use it against your opponent? wasn't a spell for you? She cast it to her staff. Yeah. No, it's a spell for me. Oh, well then... That was your second spell. Hmm? Then you're out of spells then, right? No. Wait, did she use lightning bolt? You used lightning bolt as That's a... for my staff. That's what I was asking. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, as no. in it didn't come out of your spell lot. <laughs> no, lightning bolt didn't, okay. but yeah. uh, counter spell did. Cool. Staff and counter spell. Uh, that's a wand of counterspelling is a thing. And it's fucking annoying. Dude, how great. Nope. Nope. Straight out of Harry Potter. Straight out of magic. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, so I wonder doesn't get to take his initiative and he's heated about it. <laughs> Not <of>. happy. <laughs> um, top of the initiative order is. My opponent. The, uh. The. The. Stone encasements that you're in mm -hmm. is becomes very hot. Make a Constitution saving. Oh, buddy. Uh, okay, we still have the dark elements potion, so cool. Mm -hmm. Constitution. Mm -hmm. I understand that that okay. that spell is still in effect for you when I said that. Okay. Okay. Not new. You're gonna take ten fire damage. Oof. That's not cool. You know what? You're getting oven roasted, bud. You take five. <laughs> right? Let's go ahead and say that you have resistance because of your under elements potion. Right, because it's not direct fire damage. I'm just in an oven. Mm. <laughs> We're being cooked. Mmm, roast tenchi. 
Um, okay. Splatter. Uh, go ahead and take your initiative intention. Okay. Uh, do three attacks against the wall. Sure. That's a 19. That will hit. A 16. Okay. Nat 20. Alright. Hit, so hit critical. Just go ahead and roll your two damage and then your critical. Okay. That's 9, 10, so 19, plus another 10, so 29 total. So you throw two, like, body blows to the wall, and and then you headbutt, and a whole, like, triangle bursts out. Um, And you can see that the the stone prison you're in is engulfed in flames. And I can't see... Like you can't I, see I, through I, the fire. Okay, but it, and it's not a big enough hole for me to get out of. No, you absolutely can. I'm gonna say like you blew out like an entire like chunk of this prison. Man shaped and everything. <laughs> yes. Legs. I was about to say it's a tension shape. Spot my hair. <laughs> Your hair, which surprisingly is not you caught could fire. Move through, but you would be walking through fire. He's done it before. <laughs> I walked through fire today. It did not get burned. You doing it? Uh, let me see if I have anything I can actually fix it. Probably not. Um, um, and I can't see it all. It's just like a wall. Okay. Of it is, yeah, I mean, you cannot see through it. Okay, I'm just gonna like take a little bit of a step back as far as I can yeah. and just leap through the fire. Okay, um, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. How about that? Um, not enough. <laughs> That's probably a, a five plus wrong side of my sheet. 5 plus 8 is 13. 5 plus 8 is 13. Um, you'll actually make it through. This is not a magical fire. Um, go ahead and point with the little black Lego brick there. Point where your point of exit is. Probably the direction I was facing when I first got into the rock thing. So, so it would probably there. be yeah. okay. like right here. So. And the dome is still there. Yeah, and so you are now standing right in front of the wizard. <laughs> Good, he didn't move. <laughs> like there's a, like a little bit of a smolder on my hair. I'd say a fair bit more than a little bit of a smolder, but sure, you know. Comedically, come on. Yeah, no, I get it. I'm heated. So he is surprised. <laughs> He's like, mm, really? Um, and he has like flakes of stone falling off of him because you just burst stone out in his direction. Flaming stone at that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not to take damage. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um. His robes might be a little singed, though. Yeah. Do you want to do anything else with your movement? Or do you want to end your turn? Uh, shift, shift. <laughs> Alright. Actually, no, I don't do that. Come on, I'll take my turn. So you can just gut the wind you right back in there? <laughs> Maybe, but um, the hole is still there. Yeah, right. <laughs> in which case, it's just run out and Slap him into the wall. Ben, it's your opponent. Okay. <laughs> Staying over you for great sword. Hmm. It's it's a warhammer. It's a great hammer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> there wasn't really anywhere I could back up to there, anyway. There isn't. Not really. That's what I, you get for being rude. <laughs> it wasn't gonna go any better for me. Nope. He, <laughs> he is going to take first. He's going to look at you like he could hit you, but he's going to raise his hammer and slam it into the ground again. Make a dexterity save. So he's locked up. Four. Nat 20. Okay, you take 
Uh, two force damage. Oops, okay. that's right, the black one doesn't work. <laughs> and another, uh, another quarter of the original platform's size falls off. So would you say like about Yeah, that? I definitely want to know. Or more. Um, Just given where they're I'm standing. imagining like, like they've been falling off in stages of circle. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if we want to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me go ahead and... Uh, yeah, wipe all that out. Can you describe, so it's a floating that platform. Yeah, it's a floating circular platform. What's underneath it? How far Lava, is it? About 200 feet. Okay. So, you know, so pain off. and death. Yes. That's what's under that. Pain and misfortune. I mean, yeah, but to where? Quit, quit telling her how to play her character. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, you'll have a whole, like, three rounds to figure it out while you fall. You don't fall that this fast. This is true, yeah. Like well, I mean, with Featherfall, you no, with Featherfall, it becomes 60 feet. Um, and it, <laughs> technically, the physics, it, I think, gains momentum the longer you fall. You know, it's almost it, like it's you're falling at 9.8 meters per second per second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright. So. so, let's say you're on a platform that is roughly this size. Mm -hmm. And he is just here like this with you. Mm -hmm. And between the two... That's all that's left. Don't have a whole lot of place to run. Okay. Okay. Um, it is now Ogden's initiative. Okay. I am explicitly going to shift around him to right there. No reactions? Uh, no, you're not leaving a staff range. No, he doesn't have that ready to do. So Good. Bestow curse. Okay. And he needs. I need to. He needs to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. DC 15. Fail. Okay. All right. Every time the curse that I choose is going to be every time that it's his turn, he needs to make another wisdom saving throw, or else if he fails, he loses his action. Okay. Bestow curse lets you choose what you want to do. Yeah, there's four options. Uh, imposing disadvantage on, uh, on skill checks and saving throws. Um, make them take an extra 1d8 necrotic damage per hit. Yeah. Uh, the thing where I uh, keep them from doing anything if they fail. And I forget what the last one was, but I looked at it and I'm like, really? Bestow curse is really powerful. Yeah, and this is like the first time I've actually yeah, been really trying to use it. So, um... The other one, oh yeah, in wall curse, the target has disadvantage on attack rolls against you. Okay. So, yeah, that's that. Okay. All right, uh, it is, are you, anything else then? Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and use uh, the rest of my movement. Wait, no, I can't, I can't move and attack and then, no, so that's everything. Okay. All right, uh, so Bork, you are going to get criticaled by a dagger stab to you. Or, well, sneak attacked. <laughs> that guy has a dagger. He must be in melee range. Not necessarily. I mean, you would definitely realize that you could feel the hand on your shoulder and the other hand shoving a dagger into your back. You probably got a pretty good idea where this dude is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be 23 damage. And he is visible, 
again, and he's standing right behind you. Where did he put his bow? <laughs> Don't ask. Yeah, right. <laughs> I put that on him to throw him off the trail. Ah, I see. <laughs> uh, okay, it is, that was his entire initiative, just backstabbing you for a lot. Um, it is now Ogden, your opponent. Okay. Wisdom save. Wisdom save, do you see what? 15. Or else he loses his uh, turn. Oh, at least there's that. He made it this time. Okay. He is going to uh, blink behind you mm-hmm. and then turn his sword on himself and he is going to die and explode. You're supposed to do that to me! By taking a So make a dexterity saving throw. Because there's an explosion happening. There. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt a lot. 15. Make a strength saving throw. Jesus. What is that? Plus my... I believe it's a plus two, so 16. Okay. Do I have a proficiency to that or no? No, I don't have proficiency in it. So, so you fail both. Fuck, fuck. You take... That was a lot. 12 fire damage. Okay. like 36. And are blown 20 feet away. In which direction? Away from the explosion, Hayden. So, off the edge. Yes. And you are now falling. Uh, you said 24 or 12? 12. 12 fire damage. And you are falling, free falling into lava. Don't worry, it's 200 feet away. Right now. So, just for my own sake of awareness, how close to the edge am I from? Uh, like, oh. I'm, I'm five feet away and then beginning to fall? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that really shakes things up for me. It is... Vin, your initiative. Can I see that he's fallen off? You cannot. Because he is on the other side right. of a platform. Yeah. And there's also an Ifrit with a giant warhammer standing yeah, in the Yeah, that's fair. I'd, under- I'd, yeah. I'd expect, I can't say for your character, but I expect he's got your full attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't know if this is a thing that I can do, mm-hmm. but I would like to cast Levitate. Sure. On the creature. Okay. Which would put it 20 feet up, and then I can move at my movement speed. Um... I'm going to assume if you can levitate other creatures, they get a save. They do. They get a constitution save. Okay. DC what? Uh, my spell DC is 16. Fucking serious? Failed. So you are levitated 20 feet vertically, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to move you 25 feet over the lava. Okay. <laughs> Next turn. And yeah. the, I think... Um, and so it says, um, when the spell ends, the target floats gently towards the ground. Um, so the ground is going to have it down. float gently towards the lava. And give you, a, it's going to give you a smug look. <laughs> As you do so. <laughs> and, uh, Don't get cocky. That's what happened to me. I got something in Ignan. 
Can he? No, wait, no, he can't. I'm a little busy right now, falling to my death. You just, I don't care what he says. No, finally, you get to use the language. <laughs> exactly, right? You said oh, that, I'm like, sure, he's going to use it in this next fight. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that oh. initiative, unless you have anything else to do on your turn. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, Stupid bubble city. That's, that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Shield surf. I have two ideas. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm totally so radical. In the funny event that I lost my train of. I kept we looking for ways to push him off mm-hmm. the platform. Yeah, but this works. But that I thought I'm pretty happy with that. So. What push when you can your push. initiative? Uh, how does grappling so work? Um, you make an attack roll. Okay. If you hit their AC. You then make a contest of athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Okay. Is there any way for me, while I'm grappling him, to pull off the thing that made him invisible? Absolutely. I'm also going to vow to kill this, this guy. That's because he's Because he's yeah. visible now, and I couldn't do it when he was invisible. So That's thank right. you for having him become visible, because I was going to taunt him. Well, you know. I want to All right, so attack him. All right. Tell her how to play her character. I know. <laughs> also, you have no idea how this is going to work out. No, I don't. Uh, crit. All right. Nice. So you definitely like the grab. The of that copper one is just like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go. There's no di- There's no side manipulation. Just. Yeah. What How much one? I'm gonna go ahead and say since there's no rules as far as I know for critically a grapple that he just win the grapple check. That's okay. systematic for me. Fair. Um. So yeah, you grapple him. Okay. And uh, that's your turn. Okay. So you the next turn, I can are, actually grab this yes. thing and you can make it off. you can make actions to interact with your grappled target. Okay. Unless you would like to make your move action to roll your boat to the edge, drag him up to half your movement speed. All right. Are you going to let him go over the edge? You can drop an item as a free action, and in this case, a person. Long live the king. <laughs> I was really feeling the Mufasa. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you throw the uh, the the Efreet off the edge, and it's like he the super the falls. It is three down, actually. Maybe two down. I don't know. I don't know if he's still standing. You got this. All I know is he exploded. Salamandro's initiative. Um, Salamandro is going to take his action with by laughing in his throne. And that's his turn. Man, just like a chaotic god definitely would. Alright, it's the wizard's turn. Yeah. And he's going to gulp audibly. <laughs> I forget, is casting a spell in melee range an attack of opportunity? No. Okay. Put your away, because it was Yeah, it kind of wants. <laughs> no yes more combat no. casting for you. Yes and no. Because right now I'm like, come on, just, just let me smack the bitch. <laughs> spells, spells, spells. Who's got the spells? Um, Who's got the touch? Who's got the power? 
is going to sidestep. Which one? That direction. And it is going to turn its stave on itself and kill itself. <laughs> Make a dexterity saving throw. I think 15. It's got that. Uh, sorry, not 15. 25. Yeah. Okay, 25. What's your, uh, and now strength saving throw. Not as good. 10. Mm-hmm. Sorry, hold ten, on. Ten, uh, ten, ten. 14. 14. <laughs> so, you take zero fire damage from the explosion, but you are knocked back 20 feet. Also off the edge. Spider climb. I'm just going to have my feet on the edge of the thing. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're flown o- over 10 feet away from the edge of the... Start swimming through the air. You're five feet away from okay. the mm. platform. Um, oh, no, you're flown 25 feet. He was flung 20 feet because he's resistant to knock that. You just dodge out that one. So I'm like 15, 20, 25. There are potentially options. Is it a column or is it like a floating it's disc? It's like it's flat on the top and like diamond diamond on the bottom. Like it comes to a So point. it is floating in the air. Yes. What about the edges? Are they smooth or rocky or what? They're rocky. Quite rocky. Okay. And like sheared. Like Final Destination, and <laughs> comes to oh, a very big point. So these two are actively dead. Yes, they as are. As far as we know, they are exploded. Okay, I take them off the table. Okay, okay. okay. dead, dead. That makes you feel good. Dead? No, no. Put it back and still falling. <laughs> what do you want? They they just have to hit the ground before and we do. All of the magma walls at this time go down. Except for this one big and there's just a random dome. Over, that's yeah. elsewhere. And there's just this random stone dome. Yeah, with a punch hole in it. Mm-hmm. A series of punch holes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Head to list. Top of the initiative. That guy's dead. Tenchi, it's your turn. You fall uh, 40 feet. How far is it from where we are to the surrounding wall? That way, like outwards. To yeah, if, if I'm falling this way, I mean, you're falling down. I know. Answer my question. What's the Please. question? How from, far from is this it? edge to the wall of the mountain? Yes. Like a hundred feet. So you cannot squirrel suit this. I was thinking I might because just baggy clothing, just going woof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, no, that, 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 Make a that is very far away from you. Okay, I mean, yeah, I need a glide ratio of at least two to one. Yeah. Fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a big fan of aeronautics and physics. That's rad, but not helpful here. Because you were not a It is, but I can't fly. Right. So. I guess I can't fly. It's not going to be me. It's a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> Keep going. All right, so you, so you just fall? I'm going to, like, see if I can right myself so I'm at least, like, sure. stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you can do that. Okay, cool. So you're just face down falling to lava. Yeah, I can't really do much about that. All right, cool. Um, so the fight will be interrupted as um, what is hanging on the underneath of the platform is the adult red dragon you all have defeated. A pair of large clawed paws grab you two from the air and hold you in front of him. Cool. Oh. Uh, uh, this might be better. 
<laughs> wow, I'm really glad to be in the claws of a dragon right now. <laughs> well, compared to compared the certainly that's a lava. Yeah, well, it uh, is a pretty good deal. Uh, statement probably not uttered before. Yeah, right. Um, the arms of an angel. And, and with its action, it puts one of you into the talons of the other, so you're both in one of its palms. Mm-hmm. And it goes like this. <laughs> and just holds you as it puts its other arm like back into the stone to hold itself. What's going on? Okay, what's going on? <laughs> um, so that guy's. Let me just run. That, that you guy's seduced there. the dragon. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a dragon. Oh, I'm so sorry about those waves, but that That's was too fine. funny. <laughs> I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so which two are dead? Those two are dead. Okay. Tenshi took your initiative. That's taken its initiative. Ogden, do you want to do anything with your initiative? Well, I was going to take off my helmet and start creating 40 gallons of water and surrounding myself in water as I plumb into the magma, but I don't the think that anymore. Effect from I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you straight up that would not have helped. <laughs> It's about the only thing I could have done. So. It's a novel concept. You could have turned into something that maybe could, like, aquatic thing? That maybe Is there like a lot of aquatic thing that can live in magma? Stonefish. No. What? A, real fish. B, it's just a fish. Yeah. It's a regular <laughs> fish. It's called a stonefish because it looks like stone. And it's also incredibly deadly. Yes, very much. I'm going to reach out and touch Tenchi and heal him for. Okay. Um, Dude, it does not matter. Oh. Oh, yeah, never mind then. I'm going to heal myself because I took a look to the damage. Uh, so, yeah, I guess Fox is going to go down to so did you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't take the one that you threw off the edge mm-hmm. is actually, that one is not up first. The one that is fighting Vin is up first. Correct. And is slowly going down. Yes. It is going to fly back onto the uh, pedestal. Are you fucking kidding me? They have a speed of 60 to fly. We never they can fly? Yeah. Yeah. Which means... Spoilers. <laughs> They're fucking genies. Haven't you ever seen Aladdin? I don't know if they were genies. He didn't say they were gin. Oh. They're a freak. Every, yeah. every time... I don't know what that is. By the creature, like, I don't know what its stats true. are. Yeah. So I have a very different experience of D&D than you. Yeah, no, you're absolutely I don't right. either. Which is shitty. To me. Because, which is unfortunate. That's an unfortunate knowledge gap. For, for for newer and more experienced players. Well, there's a reason I didn't say anything. I'm just like... Yeah, I mean, but the but, but regardless of whether or not you metagame or not, you know that that is not an option for you. This is true. Like, you could have also attempted to knock this guy off the platform and chose not to because you're like, well, it's a gen, gen can fly. You didn't even consider that as a battlefield option, whereas two other people who I don't... I thought know, I was pretty clever. Yeah, and, 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 and as a DM, <laughs> no, player, pretty. that was a really smart play. This guy's really good at melee combat. I'm really not. He's about to beat my face in, or he's just destroying the platform we're standing on, which is both cases bad for me. <laughs> so I'm going to make him away, <laughs> and then he's going to fall into lava. Um, but uh, he's going to fly back onto the platform mm-hmm. with you, and he's going to... Uh, drop his weapon over the side of the platform and extend a hand. <laughs> the look on her face, by the way, is both shock and to make a scary. Until your turn, if you don't want to. Um. Yeah, I'll wait until my turn. Okay. Shock and 
<laughs> and so now it is the other Ifrit's initiative, and he is going to fly back up over the edge, stand next to Bork, pitch his dagger over the side, and extend a hand to you. <laughs> Pretty much the same look. All right, it's Vin's initiative first, so... You can probably look out and see that uh, only Bork is staying, and his opponent is also extending a hand. I'll shake his hand. Okay. With that, he grins. It says something in Ignan. And then flings you over his shoulder. How <laughs> <laughs> fucking shitty would that be? I, I sincerely considered it. I really considered or grabbing his hand and lightning bolting them. Like, I was like, I already like, took the first shot. Yeah. So. Uh, and then he is going to dissolve the dash. Okay. Cool. Bork? I assume, do you do anything else with your initiative? Um, yeah. Like I mean, I still have my, robes? my spell left, right? Yes. Uh, well... This is what you see. <laughs> and by that I mean you don't see any of this. Yeah, there's a dome, and then there's these two. Yeah. And, and that's it. And you can clearly see the, the other Ifrit is extending a hand to Bork. You could tell Bork not to smash his hand off. That's extended towards him. I think Bork's just going to hammer it home anyway. Hmm. How far away am I from the rest of the platform? Let's say 40 feet. Can't levitate there. All right. Um, I guess that's where I'll end my turn. This is where I die. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm just die oh, I mean, I can't see you, so... No. Part of me really thinks that Bork's I'm gonna big-headedness would have okay. So at least you do. Just lumberjack the dude. I mean, yeah, he so that is unarmed. He is you unarmed. You are a paladin. I am a paladin. I'm a soldier. So that a free spell. You can take off the table. Whoosh. All right, yeah. I'll extend my hand and shake I'll take his, his hand. hand. Yeah. All right, he shakes it, says something in Ignan, and then turns to a pile of ash. Okay. And as that happens, the platform you're standing on sort of reforms and falls and kind of gently comes back down to the main platform. The platform is made whole again. Uh, you guys get sort of clenched in the in the talons a little bit as and, and held to the chest as the dragon claws its way up the side of the platform, <laughs> comes onto the this side of the platform and and rests your two absent friends. <laughs> we just kind of tumble out. <laughs> but you guys can like step out. <laughs> this is fun. I mean, sure. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> and uh, to which Salamandro is going to clap his fire hands, however the fuck that works. I don't know, but it's going to be sparky. It's just little explosions. Oh, that, would be, that would be good. And he's going to float down to the party and say, Very well. I have been stringent with my tests, and I have been turgid in my offense against you all. But you have once again proven, indeed, in all ways I see fit, are solid companions and champions of me and my brothers and sisters' cause. I will aid you and give you my power. Wield it mightily as I have done before you, and our enemies will know the true meaning of fire. And with that, he sort of washes over you all this sort of hot energy that, if not for the Enduring Elements potions, would probably be a little unpleasant, but ultimately uh, is a pretty refreshing experience. Kind of like stepping into like a sauna. Mm. It's a little unpleasant, but it's like ultimately very pleasant. You know, we cast that create water thing now. We can get a nice sauna going. 
Anyway, um, does anyone want to engage Salamander before he continues on? I'm going to see this out. Okay. He takes his little, like, stave that he's been holding, it's like his little, like, scepter or whatever, Mm -hmm. stamps it into the ground. The ground, the fucking rock catches flame. And he sort of, like, pushes his hands towards you, and all of the party members receive Salamandro's blessing. And for Haman Karn, who is not present, so I hope you've been doing your homework, Paris, you receive the ability to turn any arrows that you conjure to your bow to be made purely out of fire, in which case they deal fire damage instead of their regular piercing damage. Same die, so D8. They, you may also extend a spell slot um, and take that spell slot's energy and put it at the tip of your arrow. Um, it does not have to be a fire arrow to do this. And should you hit a target with that arrow, that creep, that target takes an extra 2d6 fire damage and it explodes and all creatures within 10 feet of it in a circle make a dexterity saving throw um, DC equals what you rolled to hit it or also take 2d6 fire damage um, then you may cast fairy fire at will it's a druid spell look it up <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you also gain the class feature. Do you know how, with your Pact with the Archfey, you have an expanded spell list mm-hmm. that you can pick and choose from? You also gain the Fiend's expanded spell list. Ooh. So a lot of fire spells at your, at your disposal. And you may also prepare, you also have a third spell slot. Cool. Tenchi. You gain two features from the Way of Four Elements um, tradition, from the Masonic traditions. The Fangs of the Fire Snake and Sweeping Fire Strike. I just looked those up. One of them, you burn a key point and you essentially can extend your unarmed attacks range to ten feet. Um, And their damage is fire instead of blunt or physical or whatever. And Sweeping Fire Strike allows you to spend three key points to cast Burning Hands. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, do you want to just look it up? It's in the place. Uh, yeah. It's in the monk area. Um, and you get those abilities just as they're printed. And you also get an additional key point. Okay. To your maximum. Bork. If you smite an opponent, you heat yourself and your friends up. Everyone within 60 feet of you gains 10 movement speed for the next minute. They don't have to stay in that aura. They just have to be in its reach when you do it. Okay. Your vow of amenity receives Salamandro's uh, rage. If, if you use your bonus action to vow of amenity an opponent, every round you go without hitting them, you build up tension in your weapon. When you finally hit your vowed opponent, you deal 1d10 fire damage per round you didn't hit them. 1d10 fire. And it is a cap of rounds that you can store that tension equal to your proficiency modifier. That's fucking awesome. Ogden, at the cost of a channel divinity, Mm -hmm. you may cloak your shield or your weapon in flame. 
When in doing so, you may then project or like mockingly throw it, the the wreathed weapon or shield, at an ally or a, an enemy. If you hurl your shield, the target receives the fire shield spell. Mm -hmm. If you throw your weapon, the target is the center of a flame strike spell. Go get an extra use of channel divinity, or yeah. okay. Great. Just a new channel divinity option. Sweet. That's useful. Um, Salamandro then sort of glides past the party. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it's, a, it's a great one. Yeah. He glides over to the dragon and rests his fiery hand upon its side and says, This magnificent beast that you all fought, it goes by the name... Of uh, I forgot <laughs> what I named it. That is a fantastic name. That way you never forget. Uh, <laughs> um, it goes by the name. You know, I wrote it down and I don't remember where I wrote it down. Does it become our pet? Essentially. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I will remember what this dragon's name is later, and I will tell it then. But for now, it's your dragon. Salamandro gives you a um, horn that is straight up a red dragon horn, but is shaped by fire to be a instrument horn. And he says, should you blow through this horn, he will come to aid you. However, his contract to you is mere, merely as a service of transportation. And he will take you anywhere in Yao. Man, now that you have unlimited we cash... Your ride dragon. Yeah, but she's got free Ella Rail tickets for life, and now we no longer need the Ella Rail. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think the dragon's not going to be around forever, but the past will. Also well, not sort of. the most comfortable ride. <laughs> we can put a saddle on him. <laughs> You put it back on the dragon and see how that goes. He's intelligent. We can bargain. Like, look, dude, you're uncomfortable to ride. You mind if we put a couch? Fucking <laughs> couch. Anyway. Like redneck it up. Right? <laughs> uh, well, it does have a red neck. It is a red dragon. Boo! <laughs> Get out of here, Boo! Actually, I'm going to an AL phone. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not true. Oh, yeah, I had it one Bailey's. Roasted. By the pocket dragon. Yeah. Um, so, Salamandro says that this this great being is his gift to you. Nice. He only speaks Draconic and Common. Well, that works because we all speak Common. Yes, I know. Otherwise, that would have been a real problem. It would be a very good problem. <laughs> um, you fly us home. We would just have to get like the spell charades. Languages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I language comprehend for language, yeah. but I don't have speak it. I don't think it works both ways. Uh, no, comprehend no. literally allows you to understand yeah. mm. all spoken and written languages. But not to speak it. Correct. Or because we tell I was level 13. Then I get tongue of sun and moon, and I just understand a language. I all language. Wait that long. All language. That's so long fun. as it, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, um, I don't think we're getting to level 13. <laughs> outside of the ability Salamandra gave you with his blessing, outside of receiving this dragon, um... As, as a mode of transportation available to you. He will not fight with you. You cannot call him during battle. 
Um, so he can he cannot assist you in your encounters, <laughs> but he can take you anywhere in the world in about two days. That's a hell of a lot better than the Elmerail. Less comfortable, but much, much faster. Um, so, uh, with that, Salamandra sort of like floats towards you and ceases to be. And, uh, yeah, let's see. Does that both, that's both halves of the fire crystal, isn't it? It was Lumina, Lumina and Salamandra? Yeah. Yep. Lumina and Salamandra. So the fire crystal has been reunited, and as it does, you all can see sort of floating down. The pillar of fire is gone, by, by the way. Okay. It's sort of omnipresent in the room. Mm-hmm. And a gigantic ruby, like deep ruby crystal mm. with um, flecks of light all throughout it. Mm-hmm. It sort of hovers down and rests in the middle of the platform. You are in the presence of the fire crystal. So... Let's go ahead and take a tenor. Level right. up your characters. Did you guys just Woo! went to level nine, except for Tenji, who's level ten, because I gave him a happy birthday, happy birthday level. Yeah, buddy. And we will commence with the adventure after everyone leveled up. Woo! Fantastic. And we're back from a break that, as they often do when we are in person, went a little long. But don't worry, you'll have your fir- you'll have a full session to listen to, if not probably pretty long. Yep. Because uh, it's still pretty early, isn't it? It's not even eight yet. Mm, not even eight yet. What a great meme. Uh, so, you all have just received Salamander's blessing. You've received the horn to call the dragon, who I have chosen to name Prim, P-R-I-M-M. Uh, yeah. And uh, and because I'm sure it's going to come up, Prim is a lady dragon. Get over it. I mean, cool. Damn it, Tenchi. <laughs> um, and uh, and Prim, and it has been very made clear to the players that Prim is a mode of transportation exclusively. Uh, not to be used in battle, will not respond to assisting you all in battle, is an intelligent individual being with its own cares and uh, purpose. And its purpose is to uh, fulfill its duty to assist you all by getting you across the world timely. And, uh, okay. So... You all have what um, messages to take you? Where, where do you, where, let's assume you guys walk out of this volcano with Prim at your side. And uh, so Prim asks you when you leave the mountain fully, that begins to crumble into dust. Uh, is the fire crystal just like sitting there in the middle of the desert, or is it now just disappeared with the, with the mountain? The, the crystal goes into the sands. Cool, thanks. And uh, Prim looks to you all and in common says, So, where, does this, where is it that you wish me to take you? I feel like the uh, Realm of Eternal Nights is the next big lead that we have, but it's the south end of the Twinsyarda. Yay, more darkness! I don't know what you're complaining about. I can see perfectly fine in the dark, and now so can you. Mm. I know, but I wish we could go somewhere nice and beach-like. Oh, tropical? (laughs) We still need to figure out where Sylph it is. Bear in mind that that darkness is different than night. There there will be, it will not be like perfect fuck you you can't see. No, I got that. night. I did, I really did. It's just there hasn't been sun there in a long time, so everything's probably starting to get like... uh, Whited out yeah. <laughs> because there's. I'm just saying, <laughs> a beach episode wouldn't be so bad. Right, but we don't need filler episodes well, in this not anime. 
Well, you know, if you think about it, we're in the desert. This is the biggest beach in the world. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, enjoy, enjoy looking for all of the sweet rust dwarf ladies and they're not bikinis because they're going to be covered in armor because they're rust dwarf mercenaries. Speaking of them, rust dwarf mercenary women, uh, <clears throat> shouldn't we uh, go find the um, scout that we had with us? And oh, yeah, our tracker. He can, yeah. uh, he pretty much he like can return right back. Yeah. Oh, Is good. he just looking like with you? Uh, I mean, yeah. the, 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 the dragon walked out with you, and while the average person seeing the dragon would probably be like, oh my god, a fucking dragon, it's... This guy's going to quickly assess that this dragon is a non-threat to him since it's not <laughs> it's actively trying to, to kill yeah, him. Exactly. So, <laughs> so yes, uh, your your guy is going to look to you and go, I take it, it went well. Yes, uh, well. Yeah. Um, if I recall correctly, this guy's name is, yeah, Thurgok. Here we are. Uh, Prim meet Thurgok, Thurgok Prim. <laughs> so, yes, things went very well. Um, I guess what's uh, left is you need to be paid. And uh, return back to your outpost to deliver your report. I thought we paid him already. We were paying him by the day. Right. Do we not need him anymore? Well, we don't exactly have to follow him back to the outpost anymore. Hey, dinner. Let's pause that. <laughs> I'll get it. Can you pause that? Yep. <laughs> Chinese. And after another nice break, we are all fully fed and etc. Uh, and ready to continue. So. The party has uh, sent their dwarven guide away. I think that was the decision we don't. We were coming to that decision. Um, but I was going to say that uh, we really have no use for the uh, Sanskrit lizards. Donate them to his cause. Donate them to his cause. and. Well, he says if you're going to give him that many Sanskrit lizards and the materials that they have on them, like to feed them, etc., mm-hmm. then consider his his fee no. Nope. And we'll just take that and call it even... That well, sounds good. The money he's gotten plus the Sanskrit lizards is probably... That's probably well over the video. <coughs> yeah, that's Absolutely. probably several years worth of salary for him. Mm-hmm. So at least a while. Mm-hmm. So sounds agreeable. He, uh, <coughs> he wishes you well. And what? He has a wonderful story to tell when he gets back to the checkpoints. Mm-hmm. They are not going to believe him. <laughs> and so he... he Turns the lizards around and seems to make his way north. <laughs> Bye, Rupert! <laughs> because why not? The Rupert doesn't speak common and continues to sense it anyway. Right, because he's a lizard. I wave goodbye to Bucky. <laughs> Same story. Yep. <laughs> so, Prim again sort of looks down at you all and says, Well, I assume then that I will be your transportation there too. My vote is uh, Southside to Jarda. Sure. I always wanted wanted to go to Detroit. (laughs) Sounds good to me. The Twins Yard it is? Bork says yes, I think. Michelle? Yeah. Um, Prim asks where exactly do you want to go in Twins Yard? We can get there in a day and a half about. All right. Well, We're going to a place where it's eternal nighttime, so I imagine we just keep on until we find nighttime in the middle of the day. Hmm. So that'll be hard to do once it's day or once it's nighttime. Correct, and we might as well just land and rest for the night. Okay. So then it will take us maybe, like I said, about three days to get to the shore of the Twins Yarda, and I will be 
exhausted by the time we arrive. I would request at the very least a day or two to me to rest my wings. Let me uh, take a look at my spell list. I might actually be able to learn uh, Greater Regeneration, take care of some of that exhaustion, at least in mid-flight. Greater Restoration? I think I have access to that now, yeah. I didn't take it uh, upon leveling up, but uh, if we're going to be flying, I will prep it instead. Yeah. All right, and so uh, Prim advises you to um, get on her back and to hold tight. Are there, I guess there are like spikes and stuff that we can hold on to. She casts a spell. Right. Um, she casts Liaman's tiny hut. Oh, nice. On you all. Huh. You guys are under a dome. That's cool. That's cool. So you won't fly off. Handy. Quite. I mean, not be the most comfortable ride, but at least we're secured. Let's <laughs> see. Yeah. Look right quick. So we're on a dome on its back? Underneath an invisible dome okay. on the back of a dragon. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Also, it might be worth pointing out, let's try and stay away from populated areas. As high as I will be flying, unless someone is looking for a dragon, they will not see me. <laughs> I mean when we get to where we're going. Well, by the time I get to dry land again, after I take off, I will not be much previous to where I land. I will be quite tired. Okay. That works. Like I'm not going to argue with the dragon. up into a city and climbing off a dragon and being like, Yo, what, what up? <laughs> Call the party. We here. <laughs> no, no. Um, that's insane. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm not. So, I'm not and kidding. without further ado, we get yeah. on the dragon and get we on fly. Guys, get on, on Prim's back. Um, so... Leland's tiny hut is invisible. Is you can you all can see outside, mm -hmm. but no one can see inside. Can the sound travel between the barrier? Mm -hmm. Would she be able to hear me, or could I have a conversation with yes. her? Yes. Okay. okay. I mean, like, while we're flying, you're just gonna ask her, like, you know, what's it like to be a dragon? What's it like to be a human? Had this conversation before. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of mundane. We have to walk on two legs. I don't get to fly. Well, it's kind of mundane. I can't fit into buildings unless they're made for. My size. <laughs> also, Would it be a nature or an arcane check to know stuff about dragons? Nature. They're naturally occurring beings. That would be a... 20 total for nature. I'm like, what else do I know about dragons? Where does my monster manual go? It's right here. So, I assume we can... Uh, we're having a long rest while we're riding on the back of this dragon. Yeah, it's right? so. Mm -hmm. So at the end of that, I'll go ahead and prep Greer Restoration in my uh, spell slot, and whenever she's feeling tired, just let me know, and I'll slap it on her. Okay. Uh, so what exactly are you looking to? What else do I know about dragons, like their, their history, their lineage, um, their nature? Or is there anything special about them that makes them unique, other than the fact that, you know, it's a giant um, flying lizard that breeds something? I'm just going to read you this info block here okay. for dragons. True dragons are winged reptiles of ancient lineage and fearsome power. They are known and feared for their predatory cunning and greed, but the oldest of dragons accounted to some of the most powerful creatures in the world. Dragons are also magical creatures whose innate power fuels their their dreaded breath weapons and other pre-natural abilities. Many creatures, including wyverns and dragon turtles, have draconic blood. However, true dragons fall into two broad categories of chromatic and metallic dragons. 
They are black, blue, green, red, and white dragons, and are generally selfish, evil, and feared by all. Whereas brass, bronze, copper, gold, and silver are noble, good, and highly respected by the wise. Though their goals and ideals vary tremendously, all true dragons covet wealth, hoarding mounds of coins and gathering gems, jewels, and magic items. Magic, sorry, dragons with large hordes are loath to leave them for long, venturing out from their lairs only to patrol or feed. True dragons pass through four distinct stages of life, from lowly wormlings to ancient dragons, where they can live over a thousand years. In that time, their might can become unrivaled by their hordes. Yeah, and, and their hordes then grow beyond price. You would know that any uh, dragon who is classified as adult is anywhere from 100 plus years to 800 years. And uh, a dragon truly earns the title of ancient when they, when they pass 800 years of existence. You know that the driven, uh, the chromatic, like, chromatic dragons are generally creatures of much ego, driven by greed, have uh, layers fraught with loot and peril, and there is a literal uh, dragon goddess known as Tiamat, and is a notably evil deity. Yeah, I know that one personally. However, um, obviously, the very nature of this red dragon is quite different from its regular kin. Because it's since, being friendly and nice? Well, it's been brought into existence by Salamandra's magic, okay. not by natural birth. Mm. Okay. So even though this dragon appears to be over 100 years old, it's probably merely a year old. And it's also probably not, you know, downright evil. Right. <laughs> Otherwise it probably would be eaten us by that now. So, you know, not not really connecting in my brain dragon and brought into being by Salamandra because it just... Right, you would not know that necessarily. Right, it's like, so how big's your horde? Oh, I have not one. I was brought into this existence to serve as a bodyguard to Salamandra. And yet, now that he has been satiated by Ural's display of might and has joined your cause, I am free and been informed by Salamandra, my creator, to live as natural a dragon life as I could desire. So I think I will find some lovely place to rest my scales and begin the life that I would like to know. Man, dragons are cool. <laughs> dragons are very cool. Well, I mean, if you could do it and not kind of raid whatever it is that I have, that would be great. I don't know that I would find myself to be a raid, a raider of any sort. I might actually find myself in a humanoid form and live a life amongst regular people. Wait, you can do that? Well, I would not display that ability at this current time because that would be awfully dreadful for you all, but... <laughs> Yes, well, I, I mean, absolutely can yeah, obviously I don't want to fall out of the sky, but... Wait, you can you can be human. Well, shaped. Yes. Thing. It's called magic, bud. Can all dragons do that? I do not know any dragons other than the ones created by my lord Salamandra. Mm. So I don't know. So you don't know a whole lot about the world? I know a lot about the world. Cool. But you, do you want to see all of it? I believe I'm doing that right now. <laughs> what are you doing after this? Probably taking you to some other part of the world. When we're done, saving the world and all, do you want to go see the world together? Probably not. Why not? Aw, oh, shut down. Savage Ogden. <laughs> pew, 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 fire the AA guns. Tenshi got shot down. You can't build it. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know you at all. I have a duty, and I will fill it to the greatest of my ability, but I imagine that once I am truly free of my bounds, of my out of my duty, I will pursue a meaning of my own before I go on to attach my desires to the lives of others. Strong, independent dragon. Who don't, don't need, need no man. Who, who don't need no mortal. <laughs> that is yeah. fair, I guess. Should I find you all into interesting individuals, I would gladly inform you where I find my residence, should I ever find one. But, again... I do not even know if any of us, much less most or, or all of us, will make it through what it is before us. I don't know. We made it through a lot. I've never known a being more mighty than Salamandra himself, and yet there was a creature that was able to destroy him when he was partnered with his brother. Tis a, tis a scary thought. Keep in mind, we've already beaten that guy twice. Nope. We've beaten him. A representation of him. I don't think we that also, was it. I think, both times got away. And also, we had to pray so our butts wouldn't get roasted. I'd still call it a win. You Stop were dead. Me. You were dead. I was not dead. I was unconscious. Ugh, you, were bleeding, you were almost done bleeding out. <laughs> yeah, this is not instilling confidence in the dragon, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of a feat I know we're on a dragon, dude. She's the one flying, but I'm asking you guys to be my wing people here. <laughs> How hard is that? How do you uh, I find green people is a derogatory term for those who live near wings. <laughs> I don't see no raptorians. Ew. <laughs> Slap the shit out of you, I swear. <laughs> that was perfectly done. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, we're flying, asking questions, shooting the shit. Sure. Okay, um, unless there's any direct interactions you would like to interact with Prim, Prim's just going to fly... An impressive height up, and then level out, and enjoy the winds to carry uh, the not very realistic uh, physics of dragon flight. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not thinking about how dragons fly. Magic. Yeah. We gotta explain shit. Greater restoration when needed. <laughs> okay. Uh, I believe they're gas power. Gas-powered dragons. Um, I've heard dumber things, so yeah, no, I got that. Okay, cool. Put that one together. Cool. Kenny's just savage over here tonight. <laughs> I mean, he just said this dragon farts to fly. I've heard a lot of funny ways of being like, I know how dragons fly, and then here's this huge, dumb portrait of how they fucking work. I don't know. I'm not a smart enough man to pretend like I would figure it out. They definitely don't fart through the air. Dragons are magical beings that don't fucking exist, single tier. Mm-hmm. So I do not have to worry about how they fucking fly. They fly like bumblebees. They fly. Period. Dot the end. <laughs> In fact, they fly at a relatively impressive clip. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, you guys are fucking flying uh, on the back of a dragon, probably several hundred feet up in the air. It's a chicken patty, right? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> let's throw it up in the audio. <laughs> Worst things I've made. I was super. I just guessed. I was like, looks like chicken. It's probably chicken. Anywho, so is there any particular preparations that you all take over the course of the next couple of days, other than Ogden casting Greater Restoration on Prim every day? I'm gonna read my books. Do squats on the dragon. Yes, it's a great balance exercise. Yes, and never skip leg day. 
Right. <laughs> Every day is like that. I, I did my squats this morning before everyone got up. Mm. Gotta get your legs in. Um, do squats, kids. In fact, pause this pause this podcast, and unless you're doing something that mandates the use of your legs, like driving uh, or operating heavy machinery, uh, pump out a set of 15 squats. There's Actually, every time we make a meme joke, do a squat. That, that would kill. That would kill them. Then only the strong will be listening. Yeah, I'm going to go for audience before I mandate good audience. <laughs> okay, fair. We can, we can Darwin our audience when we have several thousand or more people. All right. I'm all about that. If this is after we're famous and you guys are going back and listening to our old archives, a squat for every meeting. No. Not that, not well, you're making some wild assumptions here. <laughs> we'll be famous one day. One day. One day. Anyway, for today, uh, a few days later, you guys have spent a lot of time looking down at ocean. Um, in fact, we're probably running out of rations pretty quickly. I'm not. I mean, if it's been three days, that's three rations a day. Uh, I wonder, can I? Is Please. food and water a cleric spell still? <laughs> it is. It is the second day of ocean flight, mm-hmm. uh, and in the distance you all can see what seems to be a lonely sandbar. And upon lonely sandbar is actually a great pier-like structure. Looks very similar to what the great city of Verde looked like on the Lake of Verde in Del Verde. Because right. I can name things good. Uh, but it is a large pier-like structure. It seems to be almost the size of a mansion. Um, a pretty, pretty impressive one when I say that, not just like a two-story house with a lot of bit, uh, rooms in it, but like a pretty impressive structure, but a single large structure. And three of its four sides have at least one or two um, battleships parked on the side of it. Large ships. Clearly ocean-faring vessels since we're in the middle of the fucking ocean. Okay. Are there any distinctive marks on it? Not from the height that you're at. How high up are we? I don't know. A lot. I mean, if we're above 5,280 feet, sure, I might have a problem. Maybe I didn't think about it. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you guys aren't directly above it either. This is in the distance. That's right. He has clarity of vision for up to a mile. And then say in what direction? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, you, this is in the distance. Okay. So let's say it is at least a mile away okay. for purposes of I'm, giving me time okay. to think of shit. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, while I'm also prepping spells, I think I'm going to be prepping create food and water, feeding the party so we don't have to survive on the rations. Yes. I already burned three of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can spare it. Yeah. Alright. Does, does the party wish to uh, stop at this place or tell for him to begin to descend? Number one, they have battleships. They're obviously very warlike. They might not like a dragon flying up to their shore. I'm bored. Prim, go down. I'm gonna do a. Uh, I need to pee. A, a, knowledge history. Yeah, a hit knowledge history to see if I know what this place is or what army. You've heard of it before, mm-hmm. but you don't know that you've heard of it before. So make this roll with advantage. Okay. Interesting. Pull out one of the masks so we have to see. Where the fuck are we? 16. 16? 
it, you look at this place, you look around, you realize you're in the middle of the ocean, nothing quite comes to mind until something pops. You go, oh, this is Ratbeak. You all have heard in passing of Ratbeak from sailors and, and pirates that you've shared inns with before. Mm-hmm. What are you remembering? The previous other podcast. Oh, yeah? Mm. <laughs> Metagame. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, I think that's what I'm going to with. <laughs> you know that Ratbeak is a place of quite a surprising amount of mystery. It is a place where brigands only know how to get to and wayward individuals. And yet, on the back of a great dragon, flying over the ocean on your mission to save the world, you bumped into Ratbeak. Okay, which of you is the brigand or outlaw? <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're technically operating outside the bounds of the law. So. This, is, this is not untrue. Vigilantes. I am the law. Great, you're Batman. <laughs> I would go more Judge Dredd. <laughs> um, Closer, at least. No. I want to go. You want to go to Ratbeak? Um, I feel like if you come across Ratbeak, you should check it out. Also, it sounds really cool. I want to go explore, like, the smuggler's outpost. I asked asked Prim, hey, do you know anything about this place? I've been alive for eight months. Yeah, but you said you knew a lot about the world. Yes. So I guess you don't... Well, how about uh, another question? Who here can cast invisibility on the dragon so that they don't see a dragon descending and trying to attack us? Or, you know, run and pee themselves. Or that either. I'm gonna go with open fire with galleons. Yeah, that's I that's the concerning part there. Yeah. I can cast invisibility. I need to look well, at its range though. Um, I believe it's touch. But I think it, she means like, like how size? far can she go? Oh yeah, size. You have tensors floating discs, don't you? How much weight can that support? Not a dragon. Like I didn't say a dragon. Or something. I thought it was like up to 300. Yeah, it's it's a pretty sizable amount. You can actually kind of, a lot of wizards use tensor floating disc as like a, I don't want to buy a donkey, tensor floating disc. Because <laughs> I'm um, thinking she can shape into a person, and then we can just ride on tensor floating disc a creature, you touch No, 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 tensor floating disc has to be above a solid surface, yes. otherwise it just, yeah, we'll find the it's nearest floating. solid surface. That's okay. I've got well, no. It's on a sandbar, and it itself is a solid surface. We would have to get there first. Yeah. Okay, fair. No, that, it, it it's like the if question. you drop a hoverboard, it's going to actually drop, not hover. No, that, that is exactly <laughs> the concept, and yeah, that. Okay, is that. a creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible. Do we count as carrying? Yes. Yes, we technically are. Yeah. We are still invisible. We're though. technically within the confines Ooh. of the hut on the back of her, so she's right, wearing. Right, the hut carrying. is opaque. From the outside. Mm-hmm. Floating hut. Oh, okay. We would actually just be riding in on nothing at that point. It's which up is to an hour. No less okay. suspicious. So I'm going to ask Prim, do you think that sandbar down there is an hour away? I could be there in a mere moment. All right, I'm going to um, cast invisibility. Okay, keep in mind, we're now flying in on nothing. Well, no, it looks like we're flying in on a, um, in a big bubble. You guys, yeah, you guys are not visible. Yeah, it's carrying us, so we're invisible. Right, but we're still flying in on nothing. And she still interacts with the world around her. She's just invisible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see the problem. So it looks like we're straddling nothing and it's freaking us out? No, you no. guys don't are not are invisible as well. So they literally just see probably an opaque uh, orb coming down. Yeah. And then poof, suddenly adventures. Yeah, 
and she's still a dragon. Yes. She landing on a polymorph. As okay. soon as she lands, we get off. She polymorphs. Okay. We're all human. Okay. This, this is going to be really weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, of course it is. Okay, no, just keep going. Let's do it. This is the plan we got. So, you all, uh, Prim dives, and probably for the first time since you guys have gone up, are experiencing quite the fucking forces pushing you back. <gasps> Vomit Comet. Huh? Vomit Comet. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time, <laughs> by the time like, Prim angles her wings to slow down so she doesn't crash into the sandbar, <clears throat> you guys are like against the back of the foot of the Liam that's tiny hut, just like splayed out from the G's. This is a quite a fun anyway. Oh god! Yeah, it's probably pretty great, and I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> uh, what's the mark on that? 223? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a hell of a wave. That's a hell of a wave. Um, yeah, so but she manages to do that. Uh, make a constitution saving throw, everyone. Mm. No. I'm gonna vomit. Hey, yeah, not bad. <laughs> I'm gonna vomit. Yeah, 15 total. <laughs> What'd you get, Bork? I got an 11. 21. I love adventure. Wow. <laughs> 15. Four. You two vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, it's okay. It's, it was magically created food and water. It's probably just going to disappear. My uh -huh. I've been eating my rations. And by that, you mean splatter on the walls of the Leland's tiny hut. Actually, it would just come out and then come back in our faces. Um, Which, yeah, because, because the bags inside of your flesh meat bag were like, huh? oh god, reorient. <laughs> um, so that was delightful and lightly disgusting. Thank you. Um, I, I tried to wait until you were done eating. <laughs> do, you, do, do you two want me to cast Create Water in your faces when we land? How about prestidigitation to unsoil yourselves? I don't have that. I don't have it either. I got thaumaturgy. I can make doors close. Hold on, wait. Endless water skin. We get it. I'd offer to hold it up above you, but you's kind of tall. I am the shower. <laughs> so, you guys, through the fact that you're fucking 10th level and 9th level adventurers, figure out how to clean yourselves. <laughs> no, Bork just keeps it on his face. Oh, God. He'll fit in just fine. Bork refuses. <laughs> I wear my scars. <laughs> I wear my bonnet on my sleeve. Um, and so Prim dispels the limb in tiny hut mm -hmm. and you are and she extends one of her wings out mm -hmm. to rest upon the pier so you all can walk to it okay um walk down okay and I'm gonna tell her um my invisibility spell uh will only last an hour better, as long as you hour. concentrate on it um and I must be concentrating on it so if uh you can find a way to disguise yourself or hide um, to avoid mm -hmm. disruption and rest, yeah. uh, you might want to do that. Alright. Um, the moment you guys actually step onto the pier, you become mm -hmm. visible. Yep, mm -hmm. sounds about right. And outside of, out, out a door quite near you, by the way, imagine, you guys know like wraparound porches? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's like a wraparound porch around this whole thing. Oh, nice. Cool. Uh, and out from one of the many, many doors that line almost infrequently mm -hmm. the, the establishment that is Rackbeak, one door opens and out steps an incubi. A, a, a what? 
An incubi. As in an incub. Oh. No, incubi. Like the male version. Yep. Okay. Of an incubus. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, succubus. Yeah. Sorry. I got oh, it's succubus. Yeah. yeah. I said that backwards. Yeah, an incubus. Okay. Um, and he is very finely dressed in like, like, slick-looking leather tuxedo, tight to his body. Obviously, mm-hmm. fucking incubus. Mm. The mad. Pretty, pretty man. Yeah. Uh, demon. But whatever. Humanoid. And he approaches you all and sort of like whisks away, and you lose your ability to control your spell of invisibility, and your dragon becomes visible. What? And he goes, that's enough. That's enough of that. That's not required. That is not even the third most weird thing to a park outside our, our borders this year. Allow me to welcome you. Uh, would you well, like to... story there. <laughs> yeah, we Cleaned up or simply step inside as you are. Wait, hold on. Reaches into the backpack, pulls out a bell. Bing, bing, bing. Fancy clothes. Sure. Good call. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for my fancy clothes. All right. Yes. Likewise. Uh, and he goes, ah, wonderful. Glad to see you have something nicer than what you were wearing. Mm. <laughs> and you wouldn't believe the people who gave it to us. I can smell it. Okay. But please, inside. And he sort of gleefully, like, opens the door. Uh, <laughs> you want in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, All right. Fancy um, as like, are we still? Do we still have our armor bonuses? And yes. Things? You yeah. are under a, a glamour effect. Yeah. You are wearing exactly what you're already wearing, but you look different. Has she polymorphed and is following us? No, she's just a dragon. I kind of poke my head back out the door. It's like, do you want to come with us? Oh. Yeah, the, so maybe to catch you up real quick, um, you guys stepped off the wing. Immediately we're, invis- we're visible again. She's not being carried by the dragon anymore. Uh, one of the door. This place is like wrapped around with like a wraparound porch sort of structure that you walked onto. Um, and out from one of the nearby doors, an incubus steps out, very finely dressed demonic man, um, and he introduces himself to you all, and sort of, like, does this sort of gesture, like, whisks away something, as if, like, it was being bothered by a fly, and then loses control over a visibility spell at that, um, like, it's being dispelled, and the dragon's visible. And the incubus says, there's no need to worry. This is not even the most weird thing that we've had on our shores this year. Uh, and asks if there's anything nicer that you all can wear. Or will you be coming as you are? And your party members have rung their little bells to become in their fancy clothes. We're just going to keep the throw up on his face and walk in. Okay. <laughs> Sticking with you're, it. You're, you're just being difficult. <laughs> Live the life that you want to so you all walk into this part of Ratbeak, mm-hmm. and it is a very stereotypical-looking bar, except, the f- like, if you took a fancy casino and made it a fantasy tavern. Um, there is uh, game tables play- uh, available. There is uh, a huge circular bar that is being manned by a beholder. Ooh, full-on beholder. Full-on beholder. Cool. Well, they're going to spring. They're going to spring big. Hey, um, apparently they make great bartenders. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can keep an eye on everybody. Exactly. At least one eye. At least one. Uh, and you all see several other incubi and succubus uh, people walking around as clearly like the staff of this place. Um, you are all immediately offered drink and food, and it's expensive, but delicious looking, and, and sin, and all flavors of that. 
everything is available at you to your fingertips should you only ask for it and even only half ask the question. You all are immediately made very evident that this place is all about taking your money and giving you whatever you want for it. Uh, but very seriously interested in making you comfortable in all ways. So it is a good thing, though. Essentially. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm talking table after table after table of salty pirate or brigand or uh, navy men, just all kind of, of uh, ocean folk here. I mean, shit, there's even marrows and merfolk at one table. That's impressive. Sitting in a pool while they're uh, playing. That makes more sense. Um, <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah. And 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 even though you've only been there a moment and have had a dozen offers thrown your way by miscellaneous staff, the incubus that led you into the building has already disappeared from your sight. What is an incubus? Um, I will show you a picture since you just pretty much talked to one. Um, and without a religion tech, I will not tell you properly what they are. That's fine. But I will certainly show you. And is there any other creatures that I mentioned in that sort of blitzkrieg of information that you were like, what the fuck? I'm more just interested in the staff. I'm guessing it's also run by the same people who own the railroad? Actually, no. This is probably something different because... Well. They still seem with the fact that they want to give you everything they're demonic in some way. Yeah. Mm. I mean, multi-enterprising is a thing. Well, keep in mind, despite the fact they all fall under the headers of fiends, devils and demons are very much different. It's true, we don't know if these are devils. How am I not able to find these motherfuckers? Because they'd be under D for demons? I just looked there. Oh, hmm, weird. Maybe they are under I. They might be under succubus. Since they're since incubi are kind of a variant mm -hmm. of incubus, mm -hmm. so any uh, questions while I look this up about your immediate surroundings? Popping things to himself. Man, I really don't have enough money to be here. I'm just gonna play it cool and stay up to the other folks. That is what a succubus and an incubus look like. Except they're more clothed. Well, the succubuses aren't. <laughs> um, Can't show it off. And their wings are not visible at this time. Mm -hmm. They, they, are, they full are full humanoid. Full humanoid. Um, but basically just consider them like very traditionally attractive humans. With tails? Um, no. The tails and the wings will probably be a part of their character, but they're not immediately visible. They, they have all kinds of illusion magic, so... Okay. So they don't look didn't. like the demon things that they kind of are. No. Yes. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> kind of how the conductor of the uh, L-Rail didn't look like a chain devil, but he was. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Any, any interactions with this place? Um, I'm going to walk up to the bar area. Sure. You're immediately addressed by the beholder who speaks in oh, L. Shoot, right. So, okay. Hmm? What, go ahead. No, it doesn't matter. I can talk to the beholder, I guess. Can I do a knowledge check to refresh me on beholders? Sure. Um, knowledge arcana? arcana? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You can just show it from the book. 
That is true. That's kind of a well, I know what they look sure. like, but I don't know if they have like an alignment or whatever. So that's typically they're on the alignment scale of "fuck you, I'm gonna murder you." Of I'm on my own alignment. Mm-hmm. See if I can find. But this is a bartender in yep. Kenny's world. Yep. Twenty. Twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. No, nineteen. But yes. One glance at a beholder is enough to assess its foul and, and otherworldly nature. Aggressive, hateful, and greedy, these aberrations dismiss all other creatures as lesser beings, toying with them or destroying them as they choose. A beholder's spherical body levitates at all times, and a great bulging eye sits above a wide, toothy maw, while its smaller eye stalks that crown its, ba- its body twist and turn to keep its foes in sight. Um... So, other than the sort of grotesque image on the front of the cover of the Monster mm-hmm. Manual, I would imagine that since this, this beholder is in a much more sophisticated location, it'd look a touch more like the image on the inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I would also like to point out that he is wearing a bow tie. Because <laughs> <laughs> we establishment, sure. Yeah, dress code, come on. Um, and, uh, and each of the eyes, sort of, all, each of his eye stocks have like a little, like, sleeve tusk. <laughs> it's adorable. Professional. He takes his job very seriously. Alright, well, I will order a McGurk Slurks. He says that while they do not normally carry commercial alcohol, he can certainly find some for you. And within mere seconds, one of his eye stalks shoots a beam of energy at the table, at the bar top before you, and materializes a picture of McGurk's lurks and says that'll be a gold and a half. Mm. Cool. Um, so, uh, what brings people to Rat, what? Rat's 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 Beak. Rat's Beak. Some people come to Rat's Beak for information. Some people come to Rat's Beak for money. Some come here to spend both of those things. I know that if you're in the business of making it, there's plenty of opportunities here. I also know that if you're here to spend either of those things, you'll never run out of opportunity. Mm. Okay. So what is your business? Throwing heroics. Vacation. Uh, we are, um, uh, adventurers on a... Uh, quest of some import, so we're not here to uh, unwind and uh, spend coin, but perhaps information might be of use. Well, you'll not find it cheap, so you better either be willing to pardon with some coin or dirty a blade. Hmm. Uh, what do you mean by dirty a blade? Murder. Okay. There could have been fighting pits for amusement. I don't know. No, hold on. <laughs> actually. Actually. What? Yes. Yes. Oh, but you actually murder people. Okay. Um, it's to the death. To the death. Mm. Otherwise, where's the excitement? Yeah, right. True Romans. I feel like I, my life has quite enough uh, excitement. <laughs> <laughs> we did just write in on the writing. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was a little hurt that they said it wasn't special. It felt very special. Yeah. 
Well, apparently it's the only the third uh, weirdest thing. I'm going to ask some of the staff, what was the first and second weirdest things that showed up here? Oh, were you the newcomers on the dragon? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, the second most weirdest would probably be, mm, I don't know, maybe the dragon that just showed up itself. Yeah. Okay. Showed up and walked in. Yeah, yeah, I imagine that might be ours or somebody else's. Uh, a right. different dragon, probably. Oh, it sounds like. I cannot speak his name for free. Oh, I'm not asking for a name. Well, you, you won't know anything about the dragon, will you? <laughs> and what was the first weirdest? Well, that's compromising information. I was wondering if he was going to say it's the Beholder that showed up here and wanted a job. No, the Beholder owns part of Radbeak. That explains a lot. Hmm. And don't call him the Beholder. Call him Zenthadun. That is his name. Zenthadun it is. Mm. Thanks for the tip. Um, is there information we should seek about our destination? Well, we know nothing of Silphid. This is true. That's mm. the only one we don't have information on. Yeah. Any strange happenings in the world in general? Kind of unable to be explained by natural phenomena. I'm afraid you're going to have to go to one of our offices for that kind of information. That's not exactly my, well, department. Certainly, if you could uh, direct us. Mm -hmm. He sort of flicks his, I assume it was an incubi you're talking to, sort of flicks his hands in that gesture that points to a hallway and a little flare of embers shoots out of his fingertips, uh, almost in a flare-like manner, and, uh, and says, just down that hallway, fourth door on the right. Don't go to the fourth door on the left. You might not come out. <laughs> All right, you guys want to join me? Sure, why not? Should we? Should we bring Prim with us? She didn't want to come in. She's probably tired. She mm. got something to eat. Do dragons eat people food? They eat people for food. <laughs> because they're, because they're well, I'm pretty sure that's okay here. <laughs> Maybe? Yeah, it's probably not frowned on. Who knows? This seems like the place. So, you know, I'm, as they're walking away, I'm going to go back outside and check. Like, you sure you don't want to come in? Oh, Prim's eating. Um, I think, no. <laughs> I'll gladly explain, should I get the opportunity. Uh, the incubus that showed you all inside is clearly one of the doormen. Yeah. Uh, and he has brought out, with probably the assistance of another incubi, a large, like, the size of this table tray hmm. of food. And Prim is like daintily eating with her with her talons. <laughs> She's such a lady. Hey, <laughs> proper. Just because just you're like a hundred feet long doesn't mean you can't be a little. Just because you're a colossal red dragon. You could take some lessons from her yeah. on how to eat their denshi. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not a noble thing. Clearly, clearly a thing though. <laughs> uh, all right. So do you go back inside? Yeah, knowing that she's satiated and being tended to, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, all right, fuck it. Okay. So you go back inside just in time to see your fellow compa companions uh, go down that hallway they had pointed to. Okay, and I just hurry after them. Sure. I'm, I'm me. You guys walk up to the doorway, and there mm -hmm. is a, a pair of goblin uh, men standing in very fine outfits. And one of them has a clipboard or some sort of clipboard-like device uh, holding parchment. And the other one has a watch in his hand, and he goes, and the one with the watch says, What's your business, and how long? Uh, information, and hopefully not long. How much coin do you have? 
Yeah, four GP. Not very long. Not very long at all. <laughs> Here's my money. Are you all just gonna leave me? Yeah. Ten gold. No. <laughs> ten uh -huh. gold. How much would ten gold get us? Well, that depends on what door you want to go into. We were told four on the right. Four on the right. Which one was it? We should have been paying attention. No, fourth on the right. Okay. It's fourth on the right, because fourth on the left, and we might not come back. Exactly. Oh, brave ones. Yes. Uh, well, the door will sort that out. As you are. Sort of gestures to the hallway. I can close the right door. Only one way to find out. I guess we'll go first. Okay. <laughs> fourth door on the right. All right. So you all walk up to the fourth door. Yeah. The, the fourth doors mm -hmm. are perfectly on the opposite sides of each other. Mm -hmm. One of them has sort of a fleshy threshold mm -hmm. and yeah. seems to pulse gently. Tell me that's the one on the left. It's the one on the right. The one on the left is a fine, dark wood uh, threshold with a red wood door. Whereas the one with the fleshy threshold has a bone door. He did say the door on the right. Didn't he? Hold yes. on. I go back out and I find that incubus again. It's like, I'm sorry, one more time. Fourth door on the right, fourth door on the left. I find any incubus. Mm -hmm. I go, look, we were looking for information, and one of your fine establishment people pointed us to either the door, fourth door on the right or the fourth door on the left. Oh, so which hallway? I'll point down the one where our compatriots are. Oh, you want to go to the fourth door on the right? The weird bone fleshy door? Yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna get these things. He's just like confused and a little grossed out. It's like, alright, it's this door here. And I just like turn what I can only assume to be somebody's like gnarled hand and like skeletal form is huh? a doorknob. Yeah, it's, it's a fist. <laughs> like a it's skeletal like, fist. At least something. it's not somebody's pelvis. I give it a fist bump first and then I <laughs> 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 the door. Uh, the door opens to the fist bump. Cool. <laughs> Great. These old bones are creaking. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the door opens, and sitting on the other side of a sort of semicircular table or desk is a opulent being of some origin. Um, just like sort of a huge otherworldly-sized gut with a with a almost unproportionally small head by comparison, uh, holding a large golden-bound ledger in his left hand and a almost fantastically large quill in his right. <laughs> he puts a monocle to his eye as he sees you all approach. And by the way, he's dressed. He's not like some fat monstrosity <laughs> that you're just like having to unfortunately look upon. Uh, he welcomes you into the room and goes, Oh yes, mind the door you went to, please. Does it have, like, teeth around it, I guess? No. <laughs> Close the door as we enter, or after we enter. <laughs> yeah. And he sort of seems to finish something of note with his pen after about ten seconds of silence and closes the book, sets it down on his nice destiny. It's sort of like... <sighs> so, what brings these mortals into my presence? We seek information about unnatural occurrences in the world. For example, we know of an eternal night that is uh, befalling betwixt Jarda, and we're wondering if there's anything else similar to that elsewhere. Yes. Well, 
One moment, he reaches into one of the drawers of his desk and pulls out a large golden clock. Mm-hmm. Winds it. He's charging us by the second. And sets it down. He has it set for ten minutes. Okay. Every time this clock rings, you will owe me 50 gold coins. If that's not acceptable, leave my room. We we gotta make how it often fast. does it ring? Every ten minutes. Every ten minutes. We gotta make it fast. Can we afford that? We can afford it once. All right, once. All right. So Let's if we do get it under ten minutes. Let's stop wasting time. Yes. Yes. There are four locations with similar outbreaks of that nature. Well, the one you already know is the largest and most notable occasion in the wide, wild fields of southern Betwinstiata, along its western areas, if I do recall, it is not moving. There is, well, I suppose it merely doesn't count anymore, for it only was happening in the great city of Yao, but it has been dispelled by a group of adventurers, who, if I could already be so bold as obviously yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's bets on all of you. Keep at it. I have a lot of money on two of you, and points at uh, you two. Yeah. Poor contention. Nice. No, he didn't say what outcome. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so figure that one out. Yeah, right. Um, there was the second location. Mm-hmm. Flips a few pages in his large ledger. Oh, yes. Cross that out. There was an occurrence in the wild rainforests of northern, uh, northern Yalzar Majora. Yeah, we got that one too. Don't be rude. It wasn't a series of darkness as I thought it. And it would be very unfortunate for you to have handled that situation, considering that it is still ongoing. Wait, what? There might be something more there that we missed. Remember the black smoke that we never found the source of? Oh, we got that. Shit! Sorry. Of course. Yes, as, you, as your friend pointed out, there seems to be some sort of black plume of smoke that shades an entire darkness on some large area. It's a simple ritual for some werewolves. I wouldn't be concerned with it. And then the fourth location is some weird yak folk shaman in the tundra of northern Yalzar Majora that's casting some sort of forever night ritual for some reason. But I assume you're mostly interested in the first of those. I suppose so, yes. I think so. I thought we made peace with the eggs. Um, yeah, I thought we did. Perhaps the uh, data's not quite up to date just yet. Maybe. <laughs> well, my data's fresh. Do you surely think that of the mass quantities of snow and sadness that is that dungeon, there's only one clan of yak folk? Fair enough. Must be nice to not know everything. So, right, that first darkness you wanted to know about. Yes, I believe some great being that represents one of the moons of Yalzar has taken it upon itself to be considered some sort of god to a clan of lycanthropic individuals and have blessed them with an eternity of nightfall, so that they have raided and plundered everything that was once standing against them. Hmm. Hmm. Probably I see why you're interested in it. 
We also need to get silver weapons before we go there. We sell those. Hmm. I might have to get one. <laughs> right. Alright. So, and this is the embodiment of the moon, you said? Certainly seems to be that way. Large, sort of angelic-looking being. Mm. Well, that's Golden and yellow. That sounds about right. Alright, um, moving on from the darkness uh, uh, issues, uh, what about some sort of embodiment of wind? Do you have any information on that? Oh, yes, I have it somewhere. Hmm. Yes, looks as if there is a tornado that has been rampaging Yalzar Miners' southwestern fields for almost eight, ten months now. Wow, we've been going at this for a while. Lots of travel time. Mm -hmm. Also, that sounds like exactly where we need to go. Yes, I'd mind the bird folk there. I believe they refer to themselves as the Arakoa. Hostile? As a player, I know what those are, and that's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Hostile? Probably to you. Yeah, Ring. that is the case. And I think that's our time. We could ask about the sender. Takes the clock and begins to wind it up. You're paying for the next ten minutes. Well, I can pay for some for the one we did. Bork goes ahead and pays for the the, the first the first, first ten minutes. Yep. Right. He takes it and eats the gold. He shovels it in his mouth. Does he growl a little bit? It's no. <laughs> not how that works. Oh, no. Obviously, he's got a piggy bank in his belly. He has a piggy bank. <laughs> and says, "Shall I count this fully?" I'm not paying for another one. If you want to pay for the next one, that's your information that you wanted. It would be pertinent to get that kind of information. And Can we do afraid. five minutes? Thirty gold it is. <laughs> Starts. Um, what can you tell us about um, the being who uh, broke the gems? Goes by the name of Sunder. Mm. She was trying to avoid using that name. <laughs> well, we know him quite well. You see. So after that occurred, and the Sunderer sundered the crystals, earning his proper namesake, we can only assume that he, perhaps like that ancient evil that some 80 years ago tried to destroy the world, and by corrupting the crystals, is either infused with that great evil or is a new manifestation of it, which would break the prophecies. We're supposed to get about a thousand-year break every time he shows up, but mm, what do I know? Does he have any um, weaknesses? Well, as I'm sure you've noticed in your two fights with him up to this point, he has a very hard time maintaining connection to this realm of existence. Although when he is present, he's quite powerful. Rose's mm -hmm. At one point, I fought him, and I was able to hurt him due to the fact that I have a tendency to be able to hurt phase and other beings the other time that we fought him the second time i was not able to do deal more damage why was that well if you got your ass kicked in a certain way i imagine you'd fix yourself so you wouldn't get your ass kicked the same way twice 
Hence why I'm asking you why he didn't take the extra damage. So I can fix it. I don't know. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Plain and simple. Where is he located? Not here. And by here, I don't mean in Ratbeak. I mean not here. On this planet. You will have to go and find him, I'm sure. Does he have multiple entities? Merely the ability to project himself multiple times at the same time. And that answers that question. Mm -hmm. We deduced, well, I deduced, it was my, I came up with this. He clearly split him, his essence into four fractions and destroyed all four crystals with the same blow. You might not have picked up on it, but those crystals are very big fans of each other, and if any of them had been hurt, the other three would have called to aid, or uh, answered the call to aid. Mm-hmm. Before the talk runs out, is he any less powerful when he's divided? Doesn't seem so. Never mind. Then again, we don't know. He's only projected himself so many times. Alright, All right. and before the clock comes out, that's it. We're good? That's fine. Yeah. Good. good. We got definitely uh, the information that we came for and some extra. So, mm -hmm. thank you. Takes the clock, cranks it the last bit that, it was, that wasn't due. Just, well, you finished early. Didn't see that coming. It'll only be 20 gold. Okay. <laughs> I think you've been in Bork. Then shall we see ourselves out then? Uh, if you could only be so kind. I'll go and uh, the gold that you need. fist bump the door. It opens. <laughs> and walk out. <laughs> what? Yeah, right? <laughs> the door gives you a thumbs up. Uh, Alright, so you guys are standing back in the hallway. Alright, so we know who he was. We know... Bork would like to state that he would like to get out of this demon-infested hellhole. Can we at least restock on supplies? I'm surprised you're not going to gamble. Not with demons. Alright, yeah. I mean, we've already made a literal deal with the devil. How much worse can we get? I made a deal with the devil so I never had to pay him again. Hmm. I do not like paying demons. Mm. I've already paid, in my opinion, a demon. I would like to leave. Correct. Let's, uh, I'm with Bork. Let's, let's not stay here longer than we have to. So. Um, Pins up for flying. Mm -hmm. As a side note, that was not demon or a devil. Good. It's a manifestation of greed. Yeah, even worse. <laughs> He's outside of lawful and, and chaotic and evil and good. <laughs> Just a manifestation of thoughts. Anywho, so, you guys go out into the proper area of Ratbeak. There's bars, there's gambling, there's all manner of available to you, and you all just leave? I mean, unless we want to stock up on stuff first. You had mentioned wanting to buy silvered weapons. They're probably overly expensive here. We could get them elsewhere. Mm, silver weapons aren't common. I like the concept that you guys think you're going to go to a place that's actively being dominated by werewolves and that you're going to be able to find silver weapons there. Yeah, no, we'd have to make another stop somewhere. But, hey, that is a very valuable piece of information. So, um... If the dealers are expensive here, yeah, okay, we might be able to skip out. Well, we can at least look at the prices. And really, only two. You? Not wrong. I still don't want to pay any more money to demons. It depends on who's selling it. 
demons aren't the only things that inhabit this place. It could be just a perfectly normal dude. I stand by what I said. Okay. Do you guys want to ask or do you want to leave? It's up to you. You have to use a silver weapon if we are fighting werewolves. You're going to have to fight werewolves. Thanks for coming. I'm just, just going to say that. We can make peace with the werewolves. That, we I'm not going to say that's not on the table. Are they werewolf vikings? Because they've been like raiding and pillaging. Can we hire Kate out. Beckinsale? Ooh. What? Never mind. Kate Beckinsale? Is that what you said? Have you ever seen the Underworld movies? No. Oh. A lot of latex. A lot of latex. Yeah, it is. An unnecessary amount of latex <laughs> to make the movie barely mediocre. Disagree. Just the right amount. Anyway. Just the right amount of mediocre. <laughs> think, yeah. All right. So you guys, do you guys ask about the silver weapon vendor? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. You guys shake it, uh, wave down a one of the staff. It is a uh, incubus, just like the other ones you waved down. Mm-hmm. And he says, yes, you want to go down that hallway, went to another hallway that you guys haven't been down, mm-hmm. and says, you want to go to the silver door. Okay. All right. Let's go to the silver door. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why does that sound like a name of an inn? Uh, a pair of dwarves in similar finery mm-hmm. that the goblins were dressed in mm-hmm. stand on opposite sides of the, the hallway. Or the way that leads to the hall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one holding a, a watch, the other one holding a clipboard like device. The one with the watch says, What's your business and for how long? Looking for civil we- uh, silvered weapons and as short a time as possible. Well, that's probably pretty good for you considering he's probably, though, it's leaving soon. Mm-hmm. Yes, silver door. Literally cannot miss it. All right, thank you. Okay, it's like the sixth door down on the left. Head down, go to the silver door. Okay, you open it. The place is illuminated with a nice pure light. Uh, and you all walk in, and a being that looks like this is actively smithing. Um, is actively smithing. Ooh, pretty. Oh can I tell what? Can I make a religion check, check on that? If you want to. Oh my god! And I get double my proficiency in that. Dang! I only got fourteen. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Fourteen. All right. Um. Anyone else? I don't have any religion, yeah. so. This is a diva or a deva. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually deva. Deva. Yeah. <laughs> um. So dev, dev, devas are normally um, messengers of the divine mm-hmm. and of the astral, astral plane, mm-hmm. wherever the fucking celestials come from. And this one has clearly fan, found itself a, uh, a, a passion for craftsmanship. As you can see, the, the walls are lined with small uh, weapon racks um, of gold and silvered hangers that hold all manner of martial and simple weapons, all either tipped, dipped, or out of silver. Including bolts, arrows, bullets, uh, for slings, any any anything that you would imagine in the player's handbook as a simple or a martial weapon is here in silver. That's gonna be fantastic. And he stops hammering as you all approach and goes, Oh, hello! Takes his blacksmith's apron on and approaches you all in his relatively commoner clothes. I'm guessing he's speaking common? Yes. Okay. And goes, 
What is it that I can help you with? Uh, greetings. Uh, we will be facing some uh, werewolves soon, and we need, um, we find ourselves in need of silvered weapons. Well, you're in the right place. Um, Chapter needs to. Can you, uh, must we buy a new weapon, or can you treat uh, my companion's weapon with, like, a silvered edge? I could silver a weapon. It would take a little bit of time, but not much. Um, It'd probably also be cheaper. It probably would be a lot cheaper than getting a full weapon. How much would it cost? Well, it depends on the weapon. If you are looking for any... What are you wearing on your hip right now? Um, probably wearing my uh, Mace of... What was it? Disruption, I think? Yeah. Yeah. My Mace of Disruption. And he goes, Oh, for that... Where you got it, I will not ask, but a fine weapon you hold. Indeed. To silver that would... 40 gold, and I could get it done quite quickly, actually. And uh, what about uh, our other companion's weapon? Pull out my plus one radiant great axe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not much time at all, and it would be actually very cheap. The surface area is much smaller on axes. So, let me say 30 gold and mere moments. Okay. I'm Can you do anything to these? <coughs> Gauntlets. Yes, but it will be very painful. <laughs> <laughs> Gauntlets are knuckle things. They count as a weapon. Yeah. Um, I'm short on cash, but I've got this longsword that I have been holding on to for a while. Would you be interested in purchasing it? I'll also give a war hammer as well. <laughs> Is it a regular war hammer? It's a regular war hammer <laughs> um, in addition to help him pay. I can create some fine slag with it. I'll take it. Alright. He offers you half market price for the Warhammer. Okay. And he offers to cover both of your silvering mm-hmm. and 200 gold for the sword. Done. <laughs> and half market price of the uh, Warhammer is what uh, seven. What did you have? It was the Thirsting Longsword. It was a very good one, but yeah. I don't use longswords. For the blood sucking beast. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Can only really use one weapon. Way back when we helped the orcs. Yeah. 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 Uh, she wasn't actually part of the campaign then. Right. I have yeah. a couple items that I want to revisit from yeah. the early days of the campaign. I think you literally used it once. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> it, it's basically a longsword that every time you struck a living being, it would sap some of its strength. Why and on earth have you not been using it? <laughs> no, it gets better. Yeah. You, you can, it stores that essence and can be used, you can use the sword's ability to either consume it, the energy himself, or feed it to someone else, and they regain health equal to the amount of strength it is sapped from others. I gave him the same look. I don't use swords. <laughs> use blunt weapons. Yeah. Allows to be a little bit blunt. Yeah, I know, right? No, it was definitely a good weapon, and as much as I uh, knew, just in a term of metagame, I should be using it, Ogden's much more comfortable with hitting it and doing impact damage and not, you know, slashing damage. So, that's him. Yep. Know thyself? Yeah, right? So, that's what he offers you. And uh, I am very interested. And he is including your silvering in that. So, would you, do you want the silvering? I'm I'm asking and inquiring what the process actually is. I will be imbuing your bones. 
<laughs> We're turning him into Wolverine. <laughs> Hold on a second here. <laughs> so I'm just being infused with silver. Your bones are. And they're actually going to be able to do damage to werewolves? Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, bones are inside my hand? So, I will not attempt to bore you with the complexities of why silver harms lycanthropes. Cool. So, all you need to know is that this is not the first time I've done this. You're not the first person to ask for it to be done to you. Yes, it's extremely painful. And yes, you will be able to hurt them with your bare hands. How much and how much time? Not very, well, longer than their weapons will take. Mm -hmm. And as I already said, if he sells me that blade, it will be in within its cost. And do you want me there to keep casting healing on you? To I would almost hand? request that. Okay. <laughs> Both of you are going to help with that. <laughs> I imagine the Wolverine scene. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like, cure, cure. Alright, sure. So are we doing this? Level two. Let's do this. Can I just ask the question? So you're saying that it's included in the price, so him selling his sword mm -hmm. and me selling the the Warhammer, mm -hmm. I don't have to give any gold. No, I will I'm be just... paying you. Okay. So services rendered plus two hundred gold in exchange for his longsword and okay. hammer. Whatever it is. Okay. Is that amicable? Yeah. I do. So I get... Do you care for anything silver? Do you can just a dagger in your pocket? Um... Can you silver her tongue? <laughs> that is a skill, not craftsmanship, I'm afraid. No, I thought that expression was weird. Yeah, right? <laughs> and half of the, the Grey Hammers thing is 15, or...? Uh, no, it's total is 15, so half of that would be 7. Yes. Uh, certainly, I wouldn't mind a uh, silver dagger. Okay. It's a lot of business for me today. I will not silvering uh, a dagger is very, very simple. Mm. So dagger, chip, stuff. Well, no. <laughs> he has to hammer it. You have to, you have to imbue the blade with silver. Oh, okay. Uh, you can't just be like, well, don't dry oh. it off. It'll be fine. Uh, I assume the silvering process won't affect the magics uh, innate within the weapons. Not at all. Okay. Silver gets along wonderfully with magical effects. So over the course of the next half hour, you see him take your weapons individually and dip it in a vat of molten silver and then hammer the molten silver cold into the, the metal of your weapons. All of your weapons are silvered, which means anything that, that would normally imply. They overcome any damage resistances that would protect them uh, a target from non-silvered or non-magical weapons. Um, and then your surgery... For lack of a better term, he cosmetic surgery insurance doesn't cover it. Takes your your arm, mm -hmm. belts it down to an anvil, puts his foot on your forearm, <laughs> grabs a flaying knife, opens the top of your hand, and I scream in pain. Yes, and I'm going again. Sorry, I can't do it until uh, until he's done. Otherwise, we're gonna close the wound on his knife. And he pours molten silver on your bones and works the silver under your bones. This pit process, while permanent, is excruciatingly painful. Your maximum hit points is reduced by one. Wow. Sir Tabor, please let me know when I can cast a skull on him to heal him. I'm at 64. From now on, for the entirety of your character's existence, your 
hands, and I'm going to say your your natural attacks. Let's not get complicated here. Yeah. Your unarmed strikes will overcome silver damage resistance and are considered magic weapons. They were already considered magic. I weapons. know that. And then he heals you. Your wounds close. It is an incredibly unpleasant experience. Uh, one that which will likely haunt your dreams for months. But hey, silvered bones. I wonder if that means his bones are now harder to break. Also, yes, probably. <laughs> I mean, silver's a soft metal, but, you know. Mm. Eh. Soft-ish. On the scale so- soft for metal. But yeah. I mean, it's not like it's made of titanium here. But... Mm-hmm. It's not adamantium. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Or unobtainium. Well, that's just hard to get. All right, well, one hand down. <laughs> no, it's both. Oh, okay. <laughs> the process takes its toll of those effects. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay. You guys are done here. Do, do I just like feel heavier now because of it? No, probably okay. not. It's not that much silver. It's a, it's a coating. Yeah, right. it's not a lead weight at the yeah, end. He's, right. re- he's reinforcing your bones, not you know filling your hand with silver. We just crossed the Shadowrun territory again. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's so, so pretty. Yep. And he just Shower compliments. He hands you a silver dagger. All the pretty things. <laughs> uh, so, if I might uh, ask one final question before we leave. How did uh, Deva end up uh, finding a job in a place like this? Yeah, it's not a bad question. Well, this place, as I'm sure you know, it is called Ratsbeak. Mm-hmm. And Ratsbeak has a funny way of gathering an interesting cast of individuals from all planes of existence and walks of life. I myself used to be a, uh, well, a, a messenger mm-hmm. of the, the higher planes. And while on errands to the material plane to deliver a message, I found this place and came back to it when my task was complete. And I have found a sort of pleasure and passion in crafting weapons that remind me of home, although I really have no desire to leave, to go to that place anymore. <laughs> I'm not the weirdest thing you will see here, I assure you. We wrote Under Dragon, we've already gotten that speech. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, it has been a very eye-opening day. Well, thank you so much for your time and your, your, uh, your craftsmanship. Thank you. <laughs> much, much obliged, truly. It's a desire for me to perform my craft. Uh... But I will tell you, should you spend any more time in this place, it is a wondrous place. And I mean that in all the ways in which you can take that word. Uh, you are welcome here as long as you have the coin. And while they are not unpleasant, should you run out of coin in their premises, they make you make the money back. And some of the ways are quite nice, and some of them are not so much. So I would not worry for your safety, provided you have coin. And now that you I imagine you don't look like the normal sort of riffraff that walk into this establishment, so I imagine you came here by chance. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, you've been a touch cursed, and the rest of your experiences on on the open ocean, should you ever find your experiences on the open ocean in the future, you will have a habit of finding yourself come back here. I do not understand the magic at play in it, but the oceans are a weird place. Interesting. Thank you for the warning. Well, it's only a warning if you don't want to be here, and you'll be hard-pressed to find people that wouldn't want to come here. 
Although I tell you, you will find trouble finding the words of this place come to your tongue if you are standing on land. Interesting. Hmm. And that's why it was hard for us to remember. Well, thank you for those uh, words of warning. <laughs> Information. Advice. Advice. Right. The cheapest you'll find here. Indeed. Right. Thank you. Well, shall we leave then? Mm-hmm. Our new silver weapons and everything. The sooner the cheaper. Walk out the door. Goodbye again, close the door, and head on out. Okay. You guys attempt to leave Rat Peak proper? Yes. Mm-hmm. Make courage and saving throws. Oh, dear. Come on, don't fail me now. What'd you get? I rolled a five, and I have a bonus to Eight. one. I made a six. Six? Sixteen. And then? Twenty-one. Okay. Um, so everyone... I get plus two to saving throws. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your... Um, if you guys are all within ten feet yes. of me, you get plus two to your saving throws. Yes. So I've got an eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, wait. What's a saving throw or just a straight-up charisma? Saving throw. Oh, I have proficiency in that. That's another five. So 12 now. Okay. And what Hopefully. was everyone else? 19. 19. 23. 23. Uh, total of 18. One third plus two. 18 and Do 12. Do I get the plus two, or is it just everybody else? I think it's just everyone else. I think it's everyone yeah, else. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so everyone starts to leave, and Ogden, you find your hand in your pouch. How much coin do you have? Damn it, I just got that coin. Uh, 204. You wonder when the next time you'll have an opportunity to spend that kind of coin. I mean, you're going straight from here to your next destination, to a place ravaged by lycanthropes. Not exactly a wonderful opportunity to spend your new hard-earned gold. Why not take a day here, see the see the wonders? Hey guys, you know, I think I could turn this gold into more gold if I go gambling. No. And that's coming from our gambling addict. <laughs> We're on a tight schedule. Oh, come on, it's just a day. Yeah, I know. It's also a day one more that you know who has to do more horrible things in the world. It's also one more day with demons. Are you really going to argue with that, Axe? Actually, that's a very good point. Can I make another throw on that, or no? Yes? Yes, yes. okay. That's much better. So, plus my 5, 9, plus your 2, 21. Yeah, you <laughs> kind of find yourself sort of thumbing... I was about to charm you, too. <laughs> you find yourself thumbing a platinum feminine wild. Oh, my magic. Fabian wild. Same thing. But up, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beauty is magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I up a fantastic point. I, I'm not a huge fan of giving money to things. So... So, you know, yeah, yeah, all right. There, there are other shops elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> there will always be opportunities to retire. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, despite almost borderline dragging Ogden out, he <laughs> willfully walks out. Mm-hmm. And you guys see uh, Prim has just finished uh, quite a wealthy meal that was set before her. Mm-hmm. And the incubus that had been serving her and that greeted you all walks over to you all with the bill. I was afraid of that. How much is it? 20 gold. Okay, that's not too bad. Deal. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and throw down the 20. Yeah, I look at you and I was like, well, you're ready to spend your money. 
Considering 20 gold feet of dragon. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Here. You know, yeah, and uh, the creek from Lar can feed up to 15 humanoids, so if necessary, that's, and that's per one casting. If necessary, we can feed the dragon with right. like two or three castings. <laughs> all right, oh, so <laughs> you all get back onto Prim via her wing bridge. Yep. Yep. And the incubus sort of like holds his hand out as if expecting a tip as you walk by. No. I shake his hand. If I had gum, I would give him gum. Wow, so it seems, seems to spit something in, a, in the of infernal as, as he walks yeah. over to you. God, I don't like giving him money, but I'm also not rude. <laughs> Shit. He's also a he is devil. He's already walked away. Oh, cool. That much. Well, that solves that. And uh, you all get on to Prim, and Prim We're not going to want to come back. If Prince asks, asks if you're all ready to go. Yes. Yep. All right. She casts Leland's tiny hut again. Mm-hmm. Reese puts you all sort of bound to her back so you don't fly <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. And with a with a mighty press of her elbows of all uh, our knees or whatever you would call those limbs joints. Thank you. <laughs> and springs into the air and takes back to flight uh, as if that was never broken. <laughs> all right. You all fly a. That day, mm-hmm. the next day. Again, casting. Yeah. Uh, great restoration. Great food and water. Okay. Party. And you all see land in the distance. It is day, and it is light there. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you can see a mighty uh, thunderstorm of some sort in the distance. Are that that might like be the place. <laughs> no, it, it's past land. It's past the land? Like, you guys are coming to the land, and it's past land break. It's, oh, okay. It's on the land. Okay. It's on the yes. land. Sorry, I promised that, a little... No. Yeah, that's probably where we're going to have to end up going, so... Okay. Let's start heading that way. Um, let's call a quick five. So, you all make land. The prim drops you off onto the ground, lowers her body to the, to the earth so you all can easily... To, uh, disembark and she looks to the disturbance of black clouds and and uh, dimness in that direction I mean it's miles away but you can see it on the horizon mm-hmm. is, is that where we're going? I believe it may be yes. and that's to the south of us? it's like south well, it's more East and south. Yeah, because I imagine we landed at the southern end of the uh, of yeah. the continent. So. Okay, then yeah, that's probably where we have to go. Okay, can I get a survival check from the party? Wow, the one thing I'm proficient in by nature, and I fucked it up. Oh damn! <clears throat> I've not been throwing good dice tonight. Fortunate wizard base. What do we get? Nine. 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 Twelve. Nine. Okay. Wow. I have no idea where you are on the coastline. I mean, logic tells us we'd probably be on the western, southern side of the continent. So, um... But where exactly that is? I don't have the proper map in Mm -hmm. front of us, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. You guys can imagine you're on the southwestern coastline of... Which one's the other? Particularly where on that? Don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
So you might have to look into that. We can figure that out later. (laughs) And we'll find out the answer to that and many other questions next week when we meet up again, not probably in person, and hopefully with Haman Karn. And signing out, it's your Dungeon Master Kenny, our monk. Uh, That'd be me, James. Our cleric. That's Hayden. Our warlock. Lauren. And our paladin. And that's me, Michelle. Thank you for joining us for another session. We'll see you next week. Good night. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.